0: Deck, here's the deal I'm the best there is plain and simple I mean I wake up in the morning I piss excellence ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and people
1: of all ages and of planet earth and places unknown it. It is time for Episode 7 of Season 5 of the House Divided Podcast. We have ourselves a show. It's not going to be as uh, much of a monumental undertaking as last week's, but with that being God. said, let's get into it. First off, foremost, yes, bye weeks are awful.
2: Yeah, they kind of suck uh, as a fan. Yeah, it's, it's not a good time. I mean, both of, our, both of our college teams are off this week. The fuck are we going to do on Saturday? Watch, I don't know. Maction! What? Liberty? I...
1: Give me liberty or give me death. But before we get into this show, there is a reason we are a day late, but not a dollar short on this podcast.
2: Yes. <laughs> well, sort of.
1: <laughs> Yesterday... There's a few reasons. Well, we're just going to go with one.
2: I'll explain the other.
1: (laughs) Yesterday was Jordan's birthday. So he was was. indisposed uh, for podcasting yesterday.
2: Well, you see, there there wasn't even any alcohol involved, which is sad and uh, a lot of things. But,
3: <laughs> it's it's a lot of things
2: <laughs> i was i was up very early yesterday for shitty reasons and went out to dinner afterwards uh came back home i was fucking spent and so i, I pulled up a message from Austin. he's like oh the podcast graphics aren't in the folder and i was literally like trying to upload them and fell asleep in the process so that tells you how tired I was yesterday. It is what it is. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we were we've been doing very good and I think I think a birthday is a good excuse to to put it off a day even though that wasn't my intention.
0: But, you know. Took it him. is I-
2: you know what they say it is what it is.
0: I was
1: taking. I was gonna say something, but I took a drink of my adult beverage there first. Um,
0: (laughs) We are seven weeks into this season, and
1: this is the first time we've missed a day, which has got to be a has been a day late on schedule. So it's got to be some form of record for us. Let's be honest.
2: Oh, we've we've missed multiple days in the past we planned a podcast for thursday and done it on saturday
3: yeah so <laughs> we've,
2: we've started podcasts at like 10 30 p.m
1: i know the, the fact that we were able like just the fact that we're even able to get live before 10 p.m anymore is great so with that being said unless <laughs> i don't really have much more to add to this intro so let's get into stupid people say stupid things because it is gonna be a segment I could be the longest had segment had of the show to,
2: i had to limit myself i i i limited myself to three
1: i think i have like three or four i
2: i could have had the amount of stupid this week might be a record <clears throat> like i don't even know how the internet got Is getting progressively stupider
1: as this season goes on.
2: In not even just as the season, well, as our podcast season goes on, yes, but like every single sports fan base on the internet just gets dumber and dumber every week, and I don't get it, man.
0: For those
1: of you who are watching on audio, this is my hand is going down as if it is falling off a cliff right about now.
2: Internet
1: has fallen off a cliff. Um. So I have an honorable mention, and then oh no, Uno Dos. So I have three. This honorable mention is probably the first time in "stupid people say stupid thing" history that something of this nature has happened. Because this is not, not a injury stupid person who said this. This is just a tweet that aged so, so horrifically, terribly. Oh no. That it made this segment as an honorable mention. Cause I feel like it had to. And to just, to make this worse for the tweeter,
0: it was me. Oh no. <laughs> is
3: this the first?
0: Yeah, I believe so. This isn't, like, oh, not necessarily the worst, the
1: stupidest thing that has ever been tweeted, but while I was watching the Michigan-Nebraska game, the refs threw a flag, and it was, like...
2: "There's a shock.
1: Yeah. This was even before all of that stupidity happened. This is why this tweet made this segment. This was, like, the second... First drive of the game, second drive of the game of... like false start flag is thrown or a too many men on the field something stupid and i tweeted i
2: don't think think there was a too many men uh, on the field heavily in that game not that i
1: remember it may have been a false start or an offsides thing i tweeted hey refs i'm not watching this game to see flags thrown i'm watching to see this game to see something cool or a pass rush
0: the ensuing drive We saw the refs so fucking much.
2: (laughs) That drive is painful. Like, if you remember, (laughs) when that was over, what, Michigan made it into the end zone twice?
0: And neither of them counted.
2: (laughs) And neither of them counted. And rightfully so. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad calls. They didn't, uh, they didn't get into the end zone either time. (laughs) But, When that drive was over with all the penalties and the reviews, um, I had tweeted when Michigan scored the second would be touchdown that touchdown, Michigan. Thank God that drive's over. I don't even care.
3: (laughs) And (laughs) then
0: it it wasn't, though.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's like, You tweeted me and you're like, Are you sure about that? And I'm just like, Literally, just let it end. We settled for a field goal. I didn't even care. I just like, This drive has bad written all over it i want nothing to do with it let it end i don't care if we turn the ball over on downs let this drive <laughs> just, just don't drive was, let this
1: drive, result in a nebraska score
2: this that drive was not good for anybody
1: no and then so
2: especially the fans watching i mean we had like two five minute reviews fuck. like get it together refs.
0: so
1: there was that original tweet this yes. that original tweet was just so rough because for pretty much the rest of the game, I did not see anything cool or really a pass rush. I just saw the refs. Nope. And we'll talk about that game in a little bit. So there's our honorable mention. It does not make, it makes the segment as an honorable mention. It does not make the actual segment itself. Um, uh, Lightning are coming back, man. Don't, don't tease me. Four three, Stammer just scored. Oh, captain, my captain, my first stupid people say stupid things comes from a man who might very well just be trying to win stupid people say stupid things just in sheer number of times he or stupid person saying stupid thing of the year just in sheer number of times he's on this fucking segment. You all know him. You all know who I'm talking about. You all think he's stupid. Mr. Large Elephants on Twitter, Horace.
2: Gotta love him, man.
1: And this isn't just... He did not make this segment because he um, said some stupid things after Alabama lost.
2: Because he says stupid things after everything.
0: After anything. I have one, two, three, four, five, Six,
1: seven, eight tweets eight different tweets here about the Alabama game that all end with something along the lines of this game don't count.
2: Yeah, fitting.
1: I'm gonna read one. I'm gonna read one of you. I'm gonna read a couple actually. All right. They ain't the realtor. I nothing, I hear,
2: nothing I hear here is gonna surprise me.
1: They ain't the realtor and we had stoves stolen from us. <laughs> but don't nobody call the cat a caroler.
0: It's grape spaghetti.
2: Dude, there are about five different things there that I want to put on a (laughs) t-shirt.
0: Um, let's go to a
1: different one. Game ain't real. Like in Tetris games, that was faked like it with the colors and blocks, then football.
0: Football footballs. Hashtag rolltide.
2: That's the most sense Horace has ever made.
0: Yeah, I know.
2: I mean, I don't know what it means, but it, I, I, I mean, colorful blocks. I know that's Tetris.
1: Best team was us and non-feats, but best couches had be Sabin and Brutus was player of the year. We came back to one because Saturday's games ain't counted. Hashtag Roll Tide.
2: So if Saturday's games ain't counted, then just no, no game that was played except uh, the Friday night games and the Thursday night games and the rare Tuesday night games for whatever reason. Yeah. So in other words, whoever beat Appalachian State this week uh, by a billion, they're like number one in the country right now.
3: Yeah.
1: My next stupid person saying a stupid thing comes from the NFL. Comes from the Cowboys, uh, the Giants, maybe? I think it's who they played game.
2: Um...
1: I believe so. sounds right. There is, um, so I'm going to give some background yeah, story yeah, to yeah, this that tweet. Was,
2: that, that was it, because Dan, uh, Daniel Jones is dead.
1: I'm going to give some background to this, to this story real quick. So, Zeke Elliott, um, bruised himself on a pylon, falling on it awkwardly. Or knocked the the wind out of him. Something. And then Zeke Elliott tweeted. Zeke. uh, Later tweeted after the game. Zeke, zero, pylons, one.
2: Don't fuck with the pylons, man.
1: Now, in comes this stupid person who uses his real name on Twitter. So, he's automatically probably dumb. I'm not going to say his full name. name. His first name is just Dustin. Of course. Dustin tweets.
2: Sounds like a very dumb white man.
1: <laughs> Dustin tweets. What the hell are those things? Or well, it's WTH are those things doing out there. The NFL needs to get involved and get those and the sticks moved before someone gets seriously
0: injured and ruins a season. Um. He's not. I mean, he's wrong
2: don't get me don't get me wrong here but it is a miracle that we don't see more injuries of people running into the to the sticks in the chain
1: i've done it before it's not yeah yeah you
2: would think that would happen more often
1: i have done it before
2: Cylons, though come
1: on yeah and finally my Wait,
2: like two pounds if that
1: right my final one is a series of tweets from a man who, on Twitter, also goes by his first his full name.
2: Why are people dumb?
1: Jordan was involved with this one and has oh, seen this one. Oh, this
2: one, yes.
0: He his name I is Rashawn. We're just gonna leave it leave it there. I'm not gonna say his last name. Um, on a complete i don't even know how this
1: actually made its way to my timeline but a tweet by C- university of cincinnati barstool account made it onto my timeline and then this was the first tweet i saw by Rashawn by one mr Rashawn these big schools
0: are squirming can't stand to see the bearcats above their elite school quite enjoyable I replied to him just because I apparently wanted to go into self-hate mode that day. Explain to me how any big school is squirming. He replies. He replies back.
1: Your con. Your comment can- consistently keeps backing up this statement, and then just retweets the state or re-screenshots the statement his statement that at me that, that th- thank you after, I, after doing a small bit of research because I had felt I had seen that somewhere and I did that statement was tweeted by some talking head in the Cincinnati area that Mr. Rashawn happens to like Mr. Rashawn is also an Arkansas Razor, Razorbacks fan though
2: yeah, I don't know why he's sticking up for Cincinnati sword.
1: And I eventually ended up calling him a bias pylon. And he just kept literally kept parroting that statement at me. And then finally, you're a self-righteous douche, you didn't want to have a conversation. <laughs>
2: Can't have a conversation when all you it's like the guy who I could have put in this segment, by the way, after a whole bunch of NFL kickers were missing kicks this last weekend. And Ninja made a comment on it. And I was trolling through the replies to see the dumb. And somebody was like, Because this has happened before. And Pat McAfee called him out. Yep. And somebody posted this thing that was like, uh what's going on here? And the guy goes, like, well, that was that, that was a statement Ninja was provoked, man. And I'm like, uh, no." um pat ninja said something first and then pat replied to his stupidity and he just continued to copy and paste the same comment of i don't remember the whole thing but it was ninja's initial statement of i don't know how kickers just miss man what a stupid reply or something like that
0: yeah the um he did that
2: he did that three different times it's just like and I, I'm surprised that guy wasn't like you just didn't want to have a conversation. It's like it's the same sentiment.
3: Yeah,
1: Ninja. If it wasn't for this individual, Ninja would have definitely made it onto this segment for, on my part because I just flat out think the man needs to stay away from sport, tweeting about sports. It's been proven on repeat. Not even just the the thing about kickers. He's done it various other times that he has no fucking clue what he's talking about, and just yeah,
2: just. Just remember, for, for those out there, that whenever Ninja claims to be a Lions fan, we do not claim him. Real Lions fans do not claim Ninja.
1: He claims... He, he chooses a different favorite team every fucking week.
2: I've seen him in a Packers jersey, so if he claims to be a Lions fan, he would never touch that thing.
1: Yeah. Um, that's my segment of Stupid People Say Stupid Things. Jordan, take us away.
2: Alright. So... We'll get, to the, we'll get to the really good one
1: later. Also, I didn't get to press um, this button at all. Everybody who I just talked about, other than myself, every
0: non-honorable mention that I just talked about, I had to back myself out of a corner there, yeah. is a loser. <laughs> yeah. Continue. So, first one
2: comes from the Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder fight oh, that no. happened this last week.
0: I don't know if I'm going to uh, have enough that beer we, for this.
2: Yeah, we will cover later. We'll get into it with the news. Uh, this is on Barstool Sports today. They're not the they're not the stupid people surprisingly. But what? They, <laughs> Right. They uh they tweeted the video uh after Tyson Fury knocked out Deontay Wilder Loser. again. Um that, uh, of Tyson going over to his corner and, you know, trying to talk to Deontay, and Deontay just goes, I don't respect you. <clears throat> oh, Jesus Christ, dude, we'll get into that in a second. Um, Somebody replies and says, Fury was on the mat for 11 seconds, wilder one. Now, I am. A rather casual boxing fan. If it's not one of these big fights, I really don't care.
0: But even I know that a 10 count is not 10 seconds. No. So to claim that he was on the mat for 11 seconds means literally nothing. It's irrelevant.
2: Mr. The Redacted One, you are dumb. We move on.
0: He just had, he gonna... had to
1: have lost money on that fight. That's the only way that like
2: That's what somebody somebody replied and says, Tell me you lost your rent money without telling me you lost your <laughs>
0: rent money. <laughs> oh my. Alright,
2: moving on. Another subject that we're gonna get into later is the Michigan and Nebraska game. Uh in reply. This uh, this is some this is off of some weird Aiden Hutchinson, Will Compton beef, of all things. I don't know what's going on with that. That's, that's not relevant. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, in, in reply to Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Mr. Mick Atchity, I don't know what that means, replies to Aiden Hutchinson and then tags him as well, for whatever fucking reason, and says, Aiden Hutchinson's stock went down. When he got owned by a two, a true three big tackles against our line, have fun in Detroit. <clears throat> so he's saying that Aiden Hutchinson got uh, completely owned and had a bad game against Nebraska. Um, there's a problem with that. Aiden Hutchinson, according to Pro Football Focus, was the defensive player of the week in college.
0: So, how
2: someone's stock goes down when they come out with good PFF grade, I don't
0: know. I don't know. Miss Mick H E use the dumb. And finally, <laughs> this is a first in Stupid People Saying Stupid Things
2: history. We've
0: had two firsts.
2: Two firsts in one show. <clears throat> This is so massively dumb that I can't pin it on one person. I can't pin it on 10 people. About 100. <laughs> about 100 people are getting named in this one. Well, not named, but just no hundred Blanketed. 100 people. <clears throat> yes.
0: To those That's 100 hard. people,
1: <clears throat> I raise my beard to you because you are all
0: loser. Because I know what I know about this. I'll let Jordan finish though.
2: Ask our Twitter account, and I'm sure other accounts. Uh, this weekend, after the after the Roller Race, they were doing some tests uh, in the next gen car, debuts next year. Very excited about that. And they post a video, simply titled, The number 23 Goes for a Spin. Now For those unfamiliar with NASCAR, the number 23 is usually driven by Bubba Wallace, the only black driver in NASCAR, well, in the Cup Series currently. Yes. And he is hated by people that describe themselves as patriots and real Americans. And what me and Austin would like to more than likely call, for the majority of them, racists. (laughs)
0: Having lived in the area where most of those people come from, yes.
2: So, 23 car goes for a spin, and the comments are filled with Bubba's got no talent, blah, 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 par for the course. I mean, I'm literally talking about 100 people that are just shitting all over Bubble Wallace because that's all they want to do. And NASCAR Twitter baited the fuck out of them. Because Bubba Wallace wasn't even driving the car. It was his car owner and fellow driver, Denny Hamlin, who was driving the car. Ah, uh, you know, only won three Daytona 500s, no big deal.
0: He just won a race or two.
2: Yeah, unfortunately never
0: a championship for Denny. Maybe that changes this year. But, um, Yeah, about 100 people. And I think NASCAR
2: literally baited them on purpose. <laughs> Cuz they didn't they didn't tag Bubba Wallace, they didn't tag anybody. Just says, the 23 goes for a spin.
0: And it was Denny Hamlin behind the wheel of that car. And there was one guy in particular that
2: said something hateful about Bubba and then was corrected and somebody says that was Denny Hamlin driving.
0: And he said, oh, it's all right, then. Loser. So if the black
2: driver spins, it's fine. But if anybody else spins, whatever, it happens. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You don't see a problem there, dude?
1: Oh, no, he doesn't. Why would he?
2: Of course he doesn't. And I would go back oh, and shit. find it. But I'd have to scroll over a hundred. I pressed a button. 100, I pressed uh, over a hundred. What button did
1: you press? Oh, I, all I did was close uh, Twitch chat and college football picks, NFL picks, podcast notes. Oops. We're still live. We are still here in live this time.
2: Well, that's... That's... that's <laughs> we
1: don't have to restart this entire show.
2: But, but yeah. Over a hundred people. <laughs> yeah, that? I mean, and, and that's probably grown since. Fucking just hating on Boba Wallace, man. Only thing I had to hate on about that video, man, I, I don't give a shit about the whole number placement for, for NASCAR this year. They, the, for next year, they moved him up closer to the front wheel. I will say on that 23 car, though, and I don't think they're going to keep this heading into next season. That number's way too small. Fucking sucks. <laughs> I was I was always kinda like don't you can move the number, don't make it smaller. And I I, I hope they don't stick with that. At least for the twenty three team. There's been plenty of other teams that haven't haven't changed the size of the number. But-
0: I uh, yeah.
1: uh as a not NASCAR person I can't really say much about
3: anything.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> I mean the number placement is one thing. Um, initially they were moving it to the rear tire was the idea, and that looked putrid. But moving it to the front is is better, and if that's what sponsors want, then, I mean, hey, what am I to say? I'm, I'm not making NASCAR as much money as the sponsors are. Right. But that is my stupid people saying stupid things.
1: Well, that means it is time for make sure i hit the right button here the news um
0: oh boy yeah oh
2: start, starting off with a big one
0: eh? oh boy
1: oh boy oh boy uh,
0: <laughs> i almost want to wrap around and end with this
3: okay
0: so let's start with,
1: um,
2: start with, start with Fury Wilder.
1: Yeah, go ahead and take this
0: one. Go ahead and take All the right. next two.
2: Yes, that's right, because NASCAR's next. Yeah. Um, don't know if you heard. There's a big fight this weekend
0: for the World Heavyweight Championship. <clears throat> and probably. Now, again,
2: as I said in Stupid People Saying Stupid Things, I am a casual boxing fan. Unless it's a big deal like this, uh, I generally don't pay much of attention. Like I don't watch the boxing matches on TV usually. Could really care less for some undercard stuff. Um.
1: I can't wow. do boxing undercard. It's so bad, at times.
2: It's really bad.
1: That. Well, is... my uh, officially, my um NHL parley is dead. The Senators have just beaten the Maple Leafs, by the way, Jesus. and the Sabres are up five to one.
2: God damn it. I I didn't think it was going to be the Sabres. I thought it was going to be the Jets. Oh, no, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. You
0: know, and that, oh that did
1: happen. Yeah. I hate everything. Uh, continue, though. I just I had to, I wanted to go check that.
2: So again, as a casual boxing fan, I don't know if I can speak as highly on this as some other people. Probably one of the best fights I've
0: seen. And yeah, the it Blue was. Jackets are up seven to two. I would I had no money on that game, but yeah, that's happening also.
2: Um early on, for you know, rounds one and two, not much going on, feeling each other out. And then I think it was about rounds three and four where Deontay Wilder scored a knockdown, and you're just like, Whoa. Does he have a shot here? Cause he was he was the underdog coming in, <clears throat> naturally. After he lost the last time these two fight uh, fought, and both guys ended up scoring two knockdowns before round number eleven, when Tyson Fury got Deontay Wilder back up against the ropes, big right hand put him to sleep for real this time. No TKO. He was donezo. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was, it was, it was phenomenal. I, I loved every second of it. Uh, I am a big uh, Tyson Fury guy for multiple reasons. Uh, he had, uh, of course, his, his tiny little stint with WWE that I enjoyed. He is He's 1-0 in his WWE career, did you know that? I did not. Yeah, he beat Braun Strowman at some stupid Saudi Arabia show a couple of years back.
1: Kind of like the one that happened yesterday
0: or today tonight.
2: Is that happening tonight? I thought it happens next week.
0: I don't yeah, know. Twenty first. 21st. Oh, 21st so next week, then.
2: Yep, next Thursday. Um, but yeah, it, but also just the stuff that, that 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 dude's been through. You know, he won won a title a few years back after defeating uh fucking who Klitschko I think is what it was, and. Literally had the title stripped of him within seven days because of some stupid contract dispute. And because he didn't go into negotiations for his next fight within seven days of his last one. Yeah. Because they had to, they had, apparently there was some clause in the contract where he had to start negotiations with Klitschko for a rematch in seven days. And then the dude fell off the rails, addiction, depression ballooned up the 400 pounds. And to see this dude come back and this and he's still undefeated. He has not lost a fight. He has the one draw in the first fight with Wilder. But this guy has one of I think the more impressive comeback stories in all of sports. And so for me, I just can't help but root against the guy. He's got his issues, but I it, it's just awesome to see. That being said, we don't need a fourth fight. <laughs> Do not need a fourth, <clears throat> at least not for a little while.
0: Yeah, I like Tyson
2: Fury needs to go fight somebody else. If Wilder goes out and beats like an Anthony Joshua, something like that, he can get back to the title picture, but not for a couple of years. We don't need another one. I don't. I don't think we need another one at all. Arguably, Fury should be three and all against Wilder. Uh, instead, he's two O and one. But don't need it right now. Don't need it. Not and somebody. I also saw somebody on Twitter say, because somebody had a lot of people share that sentiment that we don't need a fourth fight. You know, it's, it's indisputable right now. Who's better. Yeah. And somebody replied, like you say that, but you know, you'd watch if a fourth fight happened. And I'm like, that's not the point.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't watch this one just cause I had to be up early
0: for work.
2: Um, I mean, I did too, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I had to be up. B- but day, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, no, it was it was it, it's great fight. Um, not a big fan of the video that that came out today that I think Tyson Fury posted first of him going to the corner and you know literally just asking <laughs> Deontay to show him a little respect, and you can hear Deontay say, "I don't respect you." I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. Come on.
0: Boxing, yeah. is,
2: is, boxing is a sport more so than others because you were literally in there, you know, risking your lives, risking your health and everything. When you step into the ring and like, if you don't respect your opponent, like what are you even doing in boxing? Yeah. Like, come on. And they showed respect after I think both of the other fights. It's like that, that I don't understand. And now I've heard uh, some people say that maybe – Deontay's probably concussed. Don't hold this against him. Dude hasn't said anything in four days. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't tweeted anything since before, uh, since right before that fight. So, I, I don't
1: know.
0: This, um...
2: He could have sh- shot this in the butt, and he hasn't, so...
0: I
1: I even threw in our notes here that this should be the end of whatever you want to call this little feud or whatever, but...
2: Yeah, it has to be. I, I, um, unless, unless Deontay goes and... and puts himself back in title contention Fury's gotta go fight some other dudes give some other dudes a shot
1: I just I think unfortunately Deontay Wilder is just going to refuse to let this die and if the whatever they call themselves anymore the WBC or whatever they call themselves anymore continues that was to a,
2: that, that was the title that they were fighting for but there, yeah there's a few of them
1: um Continues to uh, try and keep letting this go. It's just gonna get worse and worse. Because it was a yeah. good fight. It's been a good, honestly, probably the best trilogy in all of combat sports.
2: Mm-hmm. And and I think and, and boxing, you did this, man. It really, really did. With all the nonsense that has gone on outside of guys like these real boxers for the last few years fucking the paul brothers uh McGregor, guys that have no business being in a boxing ring like it, 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 it boxing needed a trilogy like this to keep people interested the casual people like me and and things like this make me want to pay attention to it more
0: it's and, just all of the
1: other why i love ufc ufc fight or mma so much ufc so much They don't do... Yeah, I
2: gotta get back into that,
1: too. Dana White doesn't do, surprisingly, any of just, like, the stupid... Oh, let's get a YouTuber in here and see if he uh, does a thing.
2: I mean, CM Punk did have two UFC fights. Those didn't go
1: well at all. Brock Lesnar did, too. That's a bit different, I think.
2: Brock Lesnar was actually good had training for combat. CM Punk did not. (laughs) he had he had well okay so he had five years ish of training from the time that he had left wwe in 2014 to his first fight whenever that happened he had training but you put five years of training up against fucking guys that have been training for 15 20 years well yeah it's nothing yeah and it and it showed cm punk was not meant to be in a UFC ring. Brock Lesnar won championships. <laughs> like he was like, he was phenomenal.
1: Herschel Walker went into the UFC and wasn't terrible. He never won a championship because he got into the UFC at forty some years old.
2: I mean, yeah.
1: Herschel Walker's just a complete different athlete, but still like yeah. Dana White just doesn't let fucking some idiot which is all the Paul brothers are, let's be honest. To say, "Oh, hey, I want to go fight this guy." And call it a UFC fight.
0: <laughs> that's why I yeah. like UFC so much.
2: UFC's great and the 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 thing is it's just and that's why I say that this this stuff like this feuds like this with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder are so huge for boxing because it just it's it's real, man. You, it's not this fake thing where you question the result after every time. Of like, well, dude was, you know, paid off to lose. These Paul, Paul brothers, they got fucking millions and billions of dollars, whatever they got. Just buy the people off. Yeah. And you know, you got guys potentially diving in in fights with the Paul brothers. It's like, come on.
1: All righty. Um. <laughs>
2: We'll move on.
1: Yeah, you want phenomenal to go fight. ahead and take some NASCAR or you want me to talk uh, F1 real quick? I
2: will go. I'll go into this NASCAR, but wrapping up the, the boxing stuff real quick. Phenomenal fight. I'll probably watch it <laughs> fucking again and again and again. It was, it was just phenomenal. It was great. It was worth it. Just just like I love, I'll, I'll, I'll rewatch the first two fights as well. All right. Moving on to the NASCAR playoff race at the Roval, Charlotte Roval. And, as much as I do hate the Roval, I can't help but admit at this point that it has produced some entertaining races. It really has.
1: They paint like, they paint their curbs.
0: They still look paint, like turtles. They paint their curbs as
2: turtles for this race because NASCAR can't get it through their heads. Those are called sausage curbs and not turtles. But, I, I digress.
0: I'd even uh, be fine if they just called them curbs
2: for real um wild wild race uh so much to talk about we'll start with eventual race winner kyle larson who had to change an alternator belt mid-race he was losing losing power in his car and they came in during a caution changed it up just just impressive from the crew there for the five team And the big story from the role this weekend was the nonsense with Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott. (laughs) My God. So, full transparency, I am a Chase Elliott fan. Um, I don't understand why Kevin Harvick has beef with Chase Elliott to begin with. Because it seemed like Chase got the worst end of their encounter the first time. So, I really don't know why Kevin's so pissed. Um, other than after that first run-in, Chase kind of parked himself when he had a bad day. I think in Bristol was was running pretty slow and did kind of get in the way of Harvick, who was running second to uh to uh, Chase's teammate Kyle Larson, and Chase kind of parked it in front of him. And I mean, you can't you can't blame him. I mean, the dude screwed you the first race, cut your tire. And you're trying to help your teammate as well. And this ain't F1. There ain't no blue flags.
0: You can get away
2: with that stuff. So, um, call it ch- Kevin Harvick did call it chicken shit. <clears throat> We've seen it five plus times this season alone by by different teams. So it's it's a strategy. It's allowed, and it probably always will be. I don't I don't ever foresee NASCAR implementing a blue flag rule because as an F1 fan, I don't like it, but. I don't necessarily care for blue flags, to be honest. <laughs> but then again, I am more of a NASCAR guy. Um, but so we move on to the Roval. Chase Elliott right in front of Kevin Harvick. I don't remember what turn. Right before they kind of got onto the oval there. The oval part of the uh, Roval track. I don't remember what turn number. But uh, Kevin Harvick just flat-out booted Chase Elliott. <laughs> flat-out booted him. And put him in the outside wall. Um,
1: classy I
2: bro- <clears throat> bro- broke his- broke the track bar lord knows the rear end of that car was all fucking out of whack and nine crew did their best to get that car back up and running um, was a little bit of controversy with <clears throat> the caution that was brought out by the bumper uh, cover piece of sheet metal in the back of the car of the nine of Chase Elliott flying off, oh. and bring and bringing out the yellow. Um, wow. <clears throat> I've seen some some people say, "Well, it should have been black flagged." N- on an oval, I'd agree with you. On a road course, no, no, um, because NASCAR treats road courses differently than others. If there's a piece of debris or there's something going on. An accident, whatever, on a road course, they'll do a local caution. Which is they'll let the race go on.
1: Which is real.
3: Is is a thing. Yeah,
2: yeah it's a, it's a thing in all levels of motorsport. Um. And, but on an oval, they'll flag it for for anything. So the the bumper cover flies off, <clears throat> causes a caution, and that did help Chase LA, because they they came in, repaired the car a little bit better. Now that they weren't on that caution clock and got him back in the race. We fast forward to Lord knows, I don't know, 30, 20 laps to go. Something like that. Nine crews got that car back in contention. Uh, I I say contention. I mean, more so contention for advancing to the next round of the playoffs, because this was the cutoff race where we cut it down to eight drivers. And Chase Elliott's getting back up in there. (coughs) And he is right behind the four of Kevin Harvick. NBC cameras locked to him. They're they're zooming in on it. Coming into turn number one. It's unfortunately no longer called the uh, Tom's Heartburn Turn. I think it was sponsored by Jags this weekend or something. Dude, that's that's but, honestly probably worse. Dude, I, I, I hey, President of the Tom's Heartburn Turn Fan Club over here. But. <laughs> Chase Elliott right behind the four, and I believe I'm gonna try and use the same exact words that I did when I first messaged you about this. Kevin Harvick shit his pants when he saw that big old NAPA logo in his rearview mirror. Was just staring at his rearview mirror and missed turn one and piled it into the corner. Oops. He can say he, he he oh locked up locked up locked up the brakes. Well, you probably did, but that's because you probably braked about 20 feet too late.
0: Hey, I got something because that's very fitting for this. Problems. Okay, go oh. ahead.
3: What was that?
1: You'll have to wa- go back and watch the, uh, or listen to the audio.
2: But it's just hilarious. And Kevin Harvick misses the playoffs because of it. That car was beyond repair, had to get out, wouldn't move. Just just hilarious Problem. and that's what i like to call karma uh good for Car- kyle larson i think he's won seven wins uh seven races on the year now um fucking
3: <clears throat>
2: always knew he was a talented driver uh circumstances behind him getting a hendrick motorsports are a bit shitty um you know getting fired and all that for being a shitty human and <laughs> to get into the ride that he's in now but he's really making the most of it it is fun to watch him drive Dude can win in any car you put him in. I mean, he's one of the most talented racers out there, so it's really hard to hate on him uh, as a driver. As a human, you can say what you want. But Kyle Larson has already advanced to – well, no, he hasn't advanced to the, uh, the next round of the playoffs. We have the uh, round of eight coming up uh, now. Let me bring up the schedule real quick. Texas Motor Speedway this weekend, followed by Kansas. That sounds like a snooze fest and then the final elimination race before the championship race in Phoenix uh at Martinsville on October 31st, Halloween, and then that stupid championship race at Phoenix. We need to start moving that thing around.
1: God, the NASCAR race season goes so long.
2: It does. As an F1 November, fan, I know the irony of November, saying that. November 7th. Yeah. As an November
1: F1 fan, I know there's some irony in me saying how long the uh, F1 season or the because well,
2: their season goes longer this year Than it has in the past doesn't it Doesn't it go to like December
1: It always goes to December Like in a normal year it always goes to About December that first weekend Of December usually
2: This it's final, j- final bit of the F1 season Is going to fucking suck
1: It just never cool. seems like it because the, cha- the or At least the past Four years it hasn't seemed like it because the championship Has oh. been wrapped up by now Yeah Yeah
2: and- Hasn't and that's a perfect transition into F1
1: for you. Yeah, we just talked about a road course. Speaking of a sport that only drives road courses,
2: a real road course, might I add.
1: Yeah. Um. Moving over to F1 and Turkey, Valtteri Bottas won the won a very very wet Turkish Grand Prix. Um. Quick note on Valtteri before I get into uh, some more the rest of the podium. He's going to be moving to, uh, I believe, Alpha, right? Or no. Correct. And it is Alpha Romeo? Yep. Okay. Um, he's going if to be it's mo-
2: still Alpha at that point, who
1: knows? But. Yeah, if it's still Alpha at that point. He's going to be moving down to Alpha Romeo for next year. Um, he's
2: been... The the ice, man.
1: He's been having a solid end of his... Let's call it what it is. He's getting... Ready to transition into retirement. <laughs> I
2: mean, yes and no. Um,
1: he's gonna have I a couple know, years at Alpha or whatever they are, but.
2: And I mean, I I could see him going elsewhere. I mean, I mean, how old is Faltery?
1: Uh yeah. go ahead and Google I'm, that real quick. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. He's having he's had a phenomenal final season here at um Mercedes. Uh, the rest of the podium oh, yeah. is thirty
2: two years old by the way uh, for both tests. So okay he could easily yeah he could, he could easily I mean continue driving at alpha or go somewhere else i don't think I don't think he's anywhere near retirement unless that's what he wants to do
1: it, It's hard to say because at times with Mercedes there's all the stupidity that has happened with Mercedes the past couple years with him.
2: Val, it's James that it
1: could just seem like he just doesn't want to race anymore, but I digress um.
2: I think that'll be different. I think he'll probably be reinvigorated when he goes to Alpha because he's the number one guy there. Yeah. Um, and I like Giovinazzi, but, but Botas is, is better. Is better. <laughs> yeah.
1: Antonio Giovanazzi is... Uh,
2: he's all right. He's, he's solid. He's, he's solid.
1: Yeah. And it's Alpha's
2: gotten progressively better.
1: Solid young guy. He's, and Alpha's better than Haas right now.
2: Everyone's better than Haas, even Williams. Say, I mean Haas has Haas doesn't have any
1: points on the year yet.
2: Karma for, for uh Mazapin and the Russian dollar.
1: Yeah. Uh moving on though, con- or t- continuing. Uh Max finished second, Max Verstappen. And Sergio Perez finished third. Uh some very I don't want to say on Mercedes like I mean on Mercedes like um they botched Lewis's strategy, Lewis Hamilton's strategy, and that led to a fifth place finish for him. Max takes a six point lead in the standings going into circuit of the Americas, the U.S. Grand Prix. I love it. I love it. This is going to be one of the first times in a while. It seems like this Grand Prix is going to be relevant.
2: Yeah, usually it's all wrapped up right now. Lewis is leading by
1: like 100 points. I mean, it was relevant a couple years ago when Kimi won just because Lewis needed needed to win. But he finished second. He had to and
3: wrap up the title.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't to to clinch the title. He needed to win, but I mean, he still was gonna win it because he won. He wanted the next race down say, at um.
2: And then the next race, I think he needed to finish like fucking literally inside the top ten.
1: Yeah, he needed a point. Yeah. Um. Right. Um. I the U.S. Grand Prix, just to finish on this, uh, yeah. the, Ameri- the U.S. Grand Prix at Circuit of the Americas will take place on the 24th of October. So next week will be the next
0: Sunday will be the race day. Continue. Expand
2: on the Lewis and Mercedes strategy point. This is a race I watched.
0: Um, I went and watched it back uh, after the fact.
2: I won't say that Mercedes botched Lewis's strategy. <laughs>
0: At first. If Lewis comes in for tires when they first asked him to,
2: then I think he I think he's fine. I think he probably still has a championship lead. He probably passes Perez and gets a podium. I would agree with that. Um he did not and to be fair to Lewis, he was running decently well at the time, but he was trying to run a race on one set of intermediate tires, which is something Pierre Gasly did, by the way, and, and finished 10th. So that's impressive on its own.
1: Gasly's um, not a pushover of a driver at times.
2: No, he really is. He shows flashes of fucking brilliance. Um, so if, if Lewis And then fla- a flashes
1: of massive ass?
2: Yeah, flashes of torpedo. Oh no, sorry, that's caveat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Continue.
2: But, yeah, no, um, it was botched by Lewis. It was botched by Mercedes um, late, late in the race. Um, I don't think Lewis knew when he was called in the second time that he was going to lose two spots, and he didn't agree with the decision. But if he just comes in the first time, wouldn't have mattered because then he's on par with everybody else.
3: Yeah, it and was. Lewis
2: Hamilton. You put him on even tires with everybody else in the field, he's probably going to outdrive almost everybody.
1: Yeah, it was just such a weird scenario it all around
2: very very strange
1: I, Lewis botched it at first because he I, I get it he was running great and then Mercedes like you gotta leave him out at that point cause
2: <laughs> I mean maybe I, I, mean, I don't know
1: I, I, you know you see the tires when they came
2: off they're in rough shape for inches man I, I don't know It's they're so. essentially slicks
1: it's so hard to say
2: but yeah, I know. Uh Max Verstappen takes a 6 point championship lead uh, heading into uh, the race in Austin, Texas. Wow. It's going to be fun. It's we could have a
0: shootout fun. down in Texas.
2: <laughs> Fitting. Um <laughs> and we and we're going to have a shootout I think hopefully up until that final race. If this ra- if this championship race comes down to Abu Dhabi, holy shit.
1: It'd be exciting.
2: I, I, I this season already has been. Yeah, I've been more invested in this F one season than than most in the past. Most of the time, you have a an F one championship that that's already settled by now. So, the fact that we or unofficial, fun- at least
1: unofficially settled,
2: right? But I mean, this is this has just been so fun to watch. Uh, especially, you know, I am a I am a Red Bull guy, mainly a Daniel Ricciardo guy, but you know, <laughs> Red Bull and Max Verstappen do come. Slightly second, um, just just a really fun championship race that we have coming down here, uh, towards the end of the season. Hopefully, it I mean, at least in at least in the
1: driver's standings, it looks like as long as Mercedes doesn't fuck, they're gonna. Yeah, yeah, but I
2: mean, even just anybody winning the, the constri- or the uh, the drivers uh championship over Lewis Hamilton, it would be just a huge deal. And, and just oh god, out, yeah, too to have Max on that level now like watch out and if red bull continues to get better and the new regulations that are coming don't like mess them up and i mean that's what the regulations are supposed to do they're supposed to make it more of an even playing field and so we'll see but max is coming into his own max is on that level right now and this is going to be a fun championship race to the very end
0: yeah
1: yeah i agree um i don't have much else to say on unless you do
2: Valtteri, man, probably his final win at Mercedes. Who knows if he if he puts pulls another one in there? Probably not, because Mercedes is gonna you know put Lewis ahead of him any chance they get. So because yeah. they're gonna need every point they get in that in that race. So I don't know.
1: He's had a good but, yeah good final year at Mercedes.
2: Yeah, I mean his first win first win on the season, but you know great great for him. Ninth win of his career. Valtteri's no slouch. And if it wasn't for Lewis Hamilton being his teammate, he wouldn't won a lot more.
1: Yeah. Moving on to what is probably the most important news of the week, or at least in my opinion it is. <laughs> J.R. Smith. Yes, that J.R. Smith who that Smith. went around the amazing, lovely, great, glorious, amazing city of Cleveland without a shirt the entire summer of 2016 played in his first college golf tournament for North Carolina A&T or wherever the hell he, he's going. Sad- that
2: sounds about right, yes.
1: Sadly, his shirt stayed on the entire tournament.
2: Well, yes, uh, I mean, he did get stung by some bees.
1: But... <laughs> he did get stung by a lot of bees. Um, his tournament scorings were not great. I believe he placed second to last. With a 79 and a 81. Can you blame the guy? He he finished uh 81st out of 84. It is North Carolina A and T. He is 36 years old. Playing making his college golf debut. He's not a slouch on a golf course.
0: Um but again finished 81st out of 84. 79 and a Excuse me. Um Ah, da da da. Can I find
1: the li- I think it was like an eighty three, eighty two, eighty three, eighty four somewhere in there. It
2: was an 80 something, I don't
0: know. Yeah. Remember. Um and you know just good for him. He's living his best life. I lo-
1: I like JR Smith. Okay. He's a fun guy. He just he's a fun personality and he's
0: good to have in sports in general. I mean,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm I'm indifferent on JR Smith, you know, obviously I'm not a Cavs fan or anything like that. Uh Cavs fan, Knicks fan, wherever the hell he's played. But Lakers. I'm more of just
1: becoming a JR Smith fan. Like at this point, just because of the personality, all, he.
2: How he I was gonna say all things, all things considered. I mean, J.R. Smith seems to be a good dude. Uh, I mean, of course, there's the the goof uh, in the NBA Finals, <laughs> and you have that classic image of LeBron.
1: James that that hurts me actually, a little bit, but I you still doing? that hurts me a bit. But I still love J.R. Smith.
2: Um, I mean, dude, just a just a good guy. He,
1: I, I like athletes, and part of the reason why I like J.R. Smith so much is I like athletes that have personality. It's my biggest thing with like... Rare to find. Like, And I am extremely, extremely indifferent to Tom Brady. My biggest thing against him is he's a phenomenal football player, but he is just the most boring person in the world.
2: Uh, Have you listened to Matthew Stafford in press conferences throughout his career?
1: Uh, No. <laughs> I'm assuming though, just off of looking at him. I was about to say, I'm assuming just looking at him, he's probably not much better. Um
2: Easy always worse. He's a robot dude.
1: Like I like athletes that have personality. Yeah, that's that's why I like J.R. Smith. It's good good for him. He's finding ways to just have a good time. Live his life. Do it up, brother. Credit to him for going
2: back to going back to college after you know all these years,
1: man. Yeah, that's
2: that's that's awesome for him.
1: Um, and finally, moving and
2: finally the shitty news.
1: Moving to oh my gosh, Jordan, you want to take this or you want me to lead this? I'll 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 lead us off here. So. Thank you. There's so much to unpack here, and I have a lot of opinions about this.
2: So, obviously, the biggest news. In sports this week is the uh, controversy and the resignation of Las Vegas Raiders coach John Gruden, um, who was named and, you know, outed in the email uh, scandal with the Washington football team,
1: among others, all
2: that's all that's gone on with that. Yeah, they've got Adam Schefter. and Now people are questioning Adam Schefter's credibility. I mean, today, the Washington football team tried to get some good PR and announced they're retiring Sean Taylor's number out of fucking nowhere three days before they planned to do it, which backfired into their faces because it's like, how does Sean Taylor not deserve more than three days' notice to to retire his number? The the entire situation with that is just a mess.
1: First off, real quick, I want to say, Sean Taylor, a great in the Washington football team are stooping to this. This is, I, I have a soundbite that I was gonna wait for till we actually got into Gruden, but this is, I'm gonna just let this soundbite take it. This dude is the
3: epitome of a disgrace.
1: The Washington football team is an epitome of disgrace. Stephen A. Smith said it perfectly for me.
2: I cannot believe. I was astounded to hear this morning. That Sean Taylor's number hadn't been retired already.
1: Uh, yeah. Also, yes, but
2: I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and now they're using this just to get some good press. And now I get. And we'll see when when the presentation with with all this comes around on Sunday against the Chiefs, my dear. Like, what, what the fuck are they thinking? Um, I was. I understand that number of retirement ceremonies should take some time to put together. Yeah. And most of them are announced before the season that they're happening in even starts. Also yes. Like the the Red Wings a few years ago retired the number of Red Kelly who played eons ago and has has since passed away and they gave us notice like 6 months in advance. And you're talking one of the best players in your franchise's history, and Sean Taylor. One of the best an players an absolute, in
0: absolute, the game.
2: An absolute legend that, that you know, it's, it's criminal that, you know, that he's not with us anymore, you know? And you're putting his name in there. In the midst of all this stuff, if this is just a PR stunt, then, I mean, I, I already don't think highly of the Washington football team and Dan Snyder, but... <laughs> It's it's just a new low.
1: Dan Snyder is a loser.
2: Always will be. Always um, will be. And, and I mean that team. You know you can you can change the name of that team, whatever. It took way too long to do it, and you know it it doesn't matter. It, it, with Dan Snyder at the head of that thing, they're gonna continue to just be losers. Maybe not on the football field. Maybe Ron Rivera to put together a team, but the fact. It, when it's not it, when it's not kosher up at the top yeah it, 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 huh. it can't go
1: well so anyway. moving back over to Gruden for a second um, John Gruden was 22 and 31 in three and a quarter seasons uh, yeah. with this current stand of the Raiders he never made the playoffs Um, Tampa also removed John Gruden from their ring of honor Um, also John Gruden happens to be a this
3: a disgrace, yeah,
1: disgrace, just a, a disgrace, and a loser, a loser. Um, oh my god,
2: so much, <sighs> so much to go through here. So, uh,
1: take it. I have so many strong uh, opinions on this, being of, a man uh, of minority uh, descent, I have a lot to say. So,
2: of the things that he that the, the opinions that, that nobody should have. Of anybody throughout any facet of life that were exposed in these emails, you got the racism, you got the sexism, you got the transphobia, you got the misogyny, you got everything
1: the homophobia, everything, everything,
2: everything we're trying to move past. Calling out Jeff Fisher,
1: who I thought was kind of a stand up guy,
2: and Jeff Fisher responded to that.
1: Did he? I didn't I know, know that.
2: You, I don't know if you saw that, but he said. We drafted a SEC defensive player of the year simply based on his talent. It had nothing to do with, with Roger Goodell paying us off.
0: Like yeah, I would say.
2: Responded to it. He came out and said it. I think Jeff Fisher. I mean, you can say what you what you want about him being a a shitty coach. He really is. But he came out and he addressed it. And and I I, I believe him.
1: I feel like I've never thought Jeff Fisher was a great coach, but just as a human, he doesn't seem like a...
2: Anything have anything bad to say about Jeff Fisher as a human. Yeah, he's, he's just coach. He stinks, but wasn't a
1: great football coach and and of course, like, you know, yeah, Michael Sam just didn't pan out. He didn't transition well. No. Phenomenal no. player at Missouri. He's gonna be, yeah. he's gonna be another Tim Tebow-esque player where or JT Barrett or <laughs> I could go on this list forever. So many phenomenal, phenomenal college players that just couldn't transition.
2: Damn it! Quick sidebar. I knew there was going to be a Red Wing that scored a hat trick tonight. It was Tyler Bertuzzi.
1: I would say I saw the score of that game a second ago, and yeah, ouch.
2: Fucking four goals for for Bert. Jesus Christ! I wish I could have found a bet for a Red-, Red Wings players had now scored a hat trick in four of the last seven preseason or not preseason season openers.
3: Ouch.
0: Ridiculous. How? Yeah. <clears throat> um.
2: But no. Uh, just I cannot. <clears throat> and and and. Um, it was Keyshawn Johnson who played for Druden in Tampa Bay. that came out on ESPN and said, this guy's always been a fraud, John Druden. He came into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a roster that was already built to go to the Super Bowl. They made more improvements, and, and he took him there, and he won it. And they never did anything else again. Yeah. He took 10 years off for TV before coming back it to And wasn't the good at it no yeah no that was I mean people say that Monday Night Football fell off after Tariko and Gruden left It's that was it was shit then too I, I, I'm not a big fan of Tarico, but um, didn't care for, for Gruden in the booth either uh, the, the guy the guy's just always been a fraud took 10 years off for TV comes back to the Raiders gets paid probably more than the majority of the coaches in this league
1: on a 10 year contract
2: nothing. and it's done nothing He's done nothing. They got off to a 3 and 1 start or 3 and 0 start this year. Now they've lost their last two. It's it's I mean, he's done. He can never and you know, you if you want to you want to defend what he said, oh, it was 10 years ago. Whatever. You do what you do. I can disagree with you and call you a piece of
3: shit.
1: There there is it. no much like what Urban Meyer said or did last week. Actually, you don't know, no. Like at least what Urban Meyer did, and I think I personally, it just in my opinion, it's indefensible because he's a married man. At least that was consent. What he was, whatever was happening with him and that college chick, right. was consensual.
2: Right. I mean,
1: it's still, in my know, opinion, indefensible. It, this right here with Gruden.
2: Man is not illegal. It just makes you a, a crappy person.
1: This right man. here is so indefensible. So you
2: can't. You can. it, it. It. I. And I've seen people try. I've seen people try. Well, these are private emails, blah blah. Nothing's private anymore. Get over it.
1: Like, and you and I were talking about that. We would have to gray some, li- blur some lines. I'm gonna just that we've
2: never done before, but I'm... I think we're both able, especially this scenario, to
0: do.
1: Um. The only thing I will say that I do not like about this scenario. Is that yes, these emails got leaked well after they should have been yeah <clears throat> these emails, and i don't I don't even necessarily like the fact that these emails got leaked because I personally think these emails got leaked to protect dan snyder
2: i I don't think there's a question now that that isn't the case i i I really do think that that is what's going on there
0: like these didn't get leaked because
1: they wanted Gruden out the door. These got leaked because this, somebody is trying to protect Dan Snyder. And it's terrible. Yeah,
2: and and you know like is it shitty that the that this is the way that those emails have gone just deflecting the attention and putting it on Gruden, putting it on Adam Shafter. Sure. Yes. But You expose that behavior more so in Gruden's case. I don't. I don't give a shit about the Adam Schefter stuff. I really don't.
1: Uh, Say, what did Adam Schefter get looped in with this?
2: He was. uh, He had sent a uh, email to Bruce Allen, right? That's 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 the guy. Yeah. That all these that all these surrounding Bruce Allen. Yep. Um, about an entire he sent. Uh, Alan. The entire article he was writing about the team at the time, and made some comment about him being the editor for this article or whatever. I would be interested to see the article that was sent to Alan and the article that actually got posted, and see if there was any sort of spin that was put on it. Um, but it's just a journalistic integrity thing that that is in question with Adam Schefter. And
1: okay, so he didn't get. Really- I mean. He didn't get r- roped in as just being a shitty human. He just got roped in as being a shitty journalist. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
2: no, no. Adam Schefter ain't getting canceled, I don't
1: think. Over okay. Stuff. He just got roped um, in as being a shitty fucking sh- terrible at his job. Okay. Because I didn't yeah, even know. It. When did that, when did the Adam Schefter stuff happen? Because I didn't know about uh, that.
2: Yesterday.
1: Okay. I missed that. I believe.
2: But, yeah, n- <clears throat> nothing Nothing on the, on the level of, of the Gruden stuff.
1: Um, I mean, Schefter's just, not phenomenal in his job anyway, but I digress.
2: But, I mean, everybody knew that. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you know, and I can like Adam Schefter still, but, like, you know. And, I mean, what's what's the difference between you, you and Ian Rappaport? I mean, hey, it's got to happen here. On the Pat McAfee show <laughs> today, when they asked him about this, and they were said, "Is this is this a practice that – Is more normal than we think. And Rappaport goes, he's like, well, yeah, you know, I'll send points to, you know, people that are, uh, you know, involved in an article and give them a chance to respond to it or something like that. And I think it's more common than people realize. Oh, yeah. You know. I think the whole comment that Schefter made about, you know, Bruce Allen being the editor is more of a more lighthearted than. Uh, people would realize at least I, I mean i i don't know for sure but that would
0: be yeah it's, that's odd. odd
2: it's impossible to know but i mean and it, it, it's you go into the homophobic stuff man and this guy john gruden was the head coach of a team with the first active NFL player to actually come out as gay in Carl
0: Nassif. And this guy's coaching that team? Like, and you you just you, you
2: see the emails and you see the hate that this guy has for so many different groups of people. And it's just like, this guy can't be a leader of men. He can't be an NFL coach. No. We, you know, at, at, we we saw last week people say the same stuff about Urban Meyer after everything that happened. This to an even greater extent. Like, there, you can't, you physically cannot in in the in the times that we live in. You you've lost all respect with anybody, and you'll you'll never get it back. I wouldn't be surprised if John Gruden never coaches again and he disappears.
1: Oh, John Gruden like. I'm going to say this. I, again, personally, I am, and uh, and anyone can attest to this, I love Urban Meyer.
2: Yes. Yes, you do.
1: His actions last week, that came out last week, disgust me. That's... The... I, the only reason he did not make my chump of the week last week is because what the because of what the college football playoff commissioner said about playoff expansion and how nonchalant he was about it. That's the only reason, because in my opinion, just you can't start something and then quit and then just say, "Oh yeah, it's taking time. It it takes too long." Just how nonchalant you are.
2: Now we're looking at it for potentially 2023.
1: Yeah, like you. 12 teams, might I add. How, how many? Twelve.
2: Twelve was the current reported number.
1: Jesus, they They don't know anymore. Um, Urban Meyer can still at least go out and be a leader of men because he's not doing. I mean, he's doing something shitty. Like there's I mean, no.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you lose a little bit of respect for it, but. <laughs> I mean
1: Like there's something you would
2: have had anybody in this league getting fired before Urban Meyer a week ago. And I mean I know he didn't get fired. He did.
0: He Gruden (laughs) got fired. Because Gruden like
1: but Mark Mark Davis doesn't have any balls and can't fire the man. He gave him the opportunity to resign. Yeah, can't fire the man that his dad loved so much.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean Mark Davis, I mean similar Group him in. Similar pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, we all know that.
1: Urban Meyer can at least go out and lead him in and say, you know what? I fucked up. Like,
2: you know, credit
0: to him, you
1: know? Urban Meyer can go out and say, credit. you know what? I fucked up. I did something dumb. And he can at least go back and earn some respect. He can work on his mayor. Yeah. Like, There is nothing.
2: He can he can work, work on his personal life and he can, I think Urban Meyer can still earn the respect of his team the league and the fans and everybody And any, John, John not
1: just Gruden even this team now. any team in the future, John Gruden is done, unless you are someone who thinks exactly Fuck. like John Gruden unless you're one of those NASCAR fans that we talked about earlier John Gruden is you don't, <laughs> don't want to be John Gruden is gaining nothing He's gaining zero respect. He's gaining nothing. He's done.
0: Um
2: I mean fucking hell. Maybe he'll make his way to like some division three college. I don't know. Just for some publicity or something.
1: Be terrible for them.
2: I, I it wouldn't be good. I there, I mean, I I the fact that we have to talk about these head coaching controversies now two weeks in a row, I didn't think it was gonna get any worse than Urban Meyer. That's about the biggest head coach controversy that we've seen in quite some time. And then well, he's John Gruden says, John Gruden says, hold my beer. Well, I get that it happened 10 years ago. At first,
3: that, at first. At first. the fact oh, that he's go got
2: so many hateful opinions of people, and it's, you know, it's, it's all private stuff. He thinks he can get away with saying anything in private, but if he maintains that public perception, oh, I'm good he he won a super bowl because he lucked out with a good roster and he was popular because he was mic'd up and said some stupid shit yeah like john gruden's a fraud i agree with Sean johnson in that respect he's a fraud this dude is the epitome of a disgrace always have been and now always will be
1: um first off uh i can't believe i'm gonna agree with booger mcfarlane booger mcfarlane even said that this guy it's just the longer the league lets this go on, it's it's just going to keep being a black eye. The league needs to stop this. The league goes out every week, and you see in the end zone, you see on players' helmets, you see stuff about equality. You see commercials about equality. The NFL has a... And, com-
3: and racism. It takes
2: all of us, right?
1: The NFL right now has a commercial campaign, or at least they had. I don't, they may have changed it now that we're into, into the month of October. Had a commercial campaign... Saying football essentially football is not for just straight white man, men anymore and you can't have you can't do all of these things that the NFL is doing you can't do the um you can't have the commercial saying that football is for everybody whether you're gay straight or whatever whatever your sexual orientation is whatever your race is whatever your religion is you can't have the end racism stuff on the field, in the back of the end zone, on the players' helmets, and you, but in you can't have that and still have this kind of stuff going on in your league. Again, as I said earlier, as a man of minority descent, a minority heritage, I have a lot of strong opinions on this. You can't, and I am fully. I'm an individual who, in terms of
0: just team names, I believe certain things just aren't
1: it's not the battle worth fighting. I've said it about the Cleveland Indians, I've said it about the Kansas City Chiefs. I even at one point I've said it about the Atlanta Braves. I haven't really said it so much about the Washington Redskins cuz I think that's just so bad.
2: It's it's pretty bad. <laughs> like
1: at some point and I finally
2: acknowledged it at least
1: as, as a five years I up, but,
2: you
1: know. as a native of, as a individual of indigenous American heritage I believe there are other battles worth fighting this right here is a battle like the NFL can't and not just the NFL you can spread this to every sports league needs to get this out get the John Gruns and the Dan Snyder's get them the fuck
2: out first step in doing so
1: that's that's it I don't have much else to say it's I, I actually I do I think this is just the biggest excuse to get the biggest excuse and easiest cop out for the Raiders to get groomed out the door because he's fucking terrible at everything he does he's, been, he's a terrible head coach terrible head coach, that's terrible that's fucking that's human that's being. That's he just needs to go on the football field in 20 years. He needs to go find a hole, find a fucking cave and just crawl in it and live the rest of his fucking life in that cave.
2: Probably would be best for him.
1: Okay, um unless you have anything else to say cuz like I had a lot of very vehement
3: opinions.
2: <laughs> I I think that'll I think that'll do it on John Gruden. I think we have have covered that he's a human piece of garbage. <clears throat> he shares opinions that uh, nobody should have about people.
3: Yeah, I'm
2: happy. Happy he's out of league. <clears throat> yeah, and he's never gonna he's never gonna be back. Nobody's gonna touch him. No. The Raiders were the only ones that were ever going to because Mark Davis has to live on the the thoughts and everything of his of his dad. That's it. That's, that's, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Gruden's done. He should be done.
1: Yeah. He's not going to find a job. Any like He's not going to find a coaching job. He's not going to find a TV job. He's done.
2: Oh God. A TV job. Can you imagine? He's done. He might, he might find a, find a TV job on like one American news. Right. Fox news or some shit.
1: Let's move on to the week six college football recap. And oh. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> oh boy! You I see more positive stuff, but um, depending on which team you're a fan of, I don't know if it is.
3: Um,
1: let's start off real quick. Number one, Alabama goes to play Texas A&M. They lose. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Fraser. <laughs> 38 to 41 Texas A&M was in control of this game for a long time Then they weren't and then Alabama took the lead and then they didn't have the lead and then they went three and then Texas A&M tied it then Alabama went three and out and then Texas A&M got the ball drove down the field to kick a NFL extra point their kicker who was a is a size was a sizable human made made it and then they are celebrating in uh, state college or co- where whatever they call it there in Texas A&M college, college, college station thank you
0: <sighs> wow
2: are you uh, are you ready for the final score of the uh, lightning 6-3 uh, 7-6 Seven, Seven.
0: lightning huh i don't know how <laughs> they just they beat the red wings in overtime <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say about this game? Wow.
2: um
1: I have to go to the bathroom real quick.
2: Jesus Christ! I'll be back right, in a second. I gotta, I gotta. I gotta get some fucking ice because I need some more booze at this point. The podcast has been an adventure. Um, yeah, I'll ramble about Alabama for here uh, for a second here. Okay. Um. <clears throat> wow. They were they were down early and they were down big. Alabama, what played a. One of the worst first halves that we've seen from an Alabama Crimson Tide team in a long time. Um, you you can go back. <clears throat> I don't even know how many years. I don't know if we've seen an Alabama Crimson Tide game or half of football that bad. But good lord, it. it I mean, I they I I don't even remember what they were down. Um. I, and pull up the
0: score here so I don't fucking ramble while I'm chilling here all by my lonesome. <clears throat> um. ba, 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 ba. Box score. <clears throat> Play-by-play. No, come on. Play by play, scoring place. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. So
2: a seventeen point first quarter. I'm back. By the t- Hello.
1: By the way. Continue. It. Go ahead. Keep the slot going.
2: 17 point first quarter for the Texas AM. What are they, fucking Aggies. I don't know. Aggies, yep. Incredible. Followed by, I mean, you're talking Alabama scored 10 points in the first half. They are down twenty three, or twenty four rather, to ten
0: to Texas A&M. Big third quarter, and they, and Alabama outplayed Texas A&M in the third quarter. But
3: just
2: you you fell down as much as you did, and it was a shootout to the very end. And Seth Small, who is not a small man, no. Went with a th- with a thirty-eight, or no, sorry, not a thirty-eight-yard field goal, a twenty-eight-yard field goal.
1: I say it was about an NFL extra point.
2: <laughs> yep, a little bit, a little bit short of that. Yeah, pretty much a chip shot field goal. But I mean, incredible performance by Texas A&M, a team
1: that should have. Actually, no. I want to say this. A couple of weeks ago on the show, I did say I could see Alabama after they played Florida. I believe it was. I said I could see Alabama losing to Texas A&M. I did not expect to see Texas A&M lose, three week, or lose two games in a row, one of them being to Mississippi State or Arkansas. I did not, after that, I, was, I wrote off Texas A&M. Um, continue.
2: I mean, I don't really have much else to say. Alabama played a bad first half. It cost them. Um,
0: there is, okay. They
2: gave, it, they gave it their all there in the second half. Bryce Young threw a terrible interception at one point in this game. Rough. I mean, and you weren't here for this. So I said, this is one of the worst halves of football that I've seen Alabama play, and I, don't, I can't even remember how long.
1: There was a point that I saw that... This was the turning point of this game, in my opinion. Alabama blocked a punt, and it was ta- the, punt, the block was taken in for a touchdown. The literal ensuing kickoff, Texas A&M took it back for like 106 yards or something like that for a touchdown. I think i can't it, and at that point alabama was just so deflated everywhere across the
0: board because that it was, was a, a
2: real potential turning point yes for alabama because it's and like
0: all for naught it's like okay the the, the, the black punt that
1: resulted in a touchdown are like okay we got something here and then, then and ensuing kickoff you let one of the longest kick returns for a touchdown we've seen in college in a while at least since they've um. instituted the fair catch puts you out at the 25 too right like ugh. Um, anything that else mean, you gotta say
2: props props to Texas A&M man
1: Jimbo That's Fish crazy. side note Um. I'll let yes, you finish
2: yes well, I, and I know what you're going to say here, so I'll not say that. But, yeah, no, uh, just just credit to them, man. They had a great first half against Alabama. That was enough. Um, hung in there in the second half. And, man, that, that kickoff return for a touchdown, that felt like the dagger. And yet Alabama still fought back.
0: Yeah. Led the
1: game after that at one point.
2: They did for a very short time. but Yeah. Uh, all right, um, I don't really have much to say about any of these next games.
1: You don't have anything uh, for Iowa-Penn State?
2: Not really. Yeah, um, I, I don't either. It was are, bad. Game turned into a shit show once Sean Clifford was out. So yeah. uh, you run through these scores and get to Ohio State, and I'll be right back.
1: I'm going to say one last thing on Alabama-Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher is the first yes. former Nick Saban assistant to beat Nick Saban. That's it. They
2: were, I believe, 0 twenty. Four yes. Heading into this game. Um, Wild. All right. I'll don't take
1: there. long because I don't have much to say about Ohio State, Maryland.
2: I just need some ice. I'll be okay.
1: right Moving on, number two, Georgia played number 18, Auburn, Georgia. The defensive juggernaut continues steamrolling through teams. Georgia won 34 to 10. And what was the kind of game of the week? Or was it? Bill originally built to be the game of the week number three Iowa took on number four Penn State at home over in Kinnick Stadium these are games Kirk Ferentz wins he's a great head coach Iowa won 23-20 to 20. Uh, Penn State jumped up to a big lead and then just looked terrible because Sean Clifford was bad or Sean Clifford was bad up to that point and then his replacement was even worse Penn State fans cry about it your team looked fucking awful all across the board. Iowa fans, your defense looked pretty good other than a couple points. Penn State, again, Penn State fans fucking cry about it. Your team's terrible. Um, number five, Cincinnati played Temple on Friday night. This game's super irrelevant. Cincinnati won 52-3. Who the fuck cares? Number six, Oklahoma played number 21, Texas, in a game that Spencer Rattler got benched because he was terrible uh-oh, problems in Norman, because we are going to have a quarterback controversy. Oklahoma won. Caleb, uh, what's his nuts? Ooh. Um, I'm back. back at a good time. Caleb, what's his nuts? Caleb, uh, da, 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 Caleb, da. Williams. Caleb Williams, thank you. Led these Oklahoma Sooners, who at one point were down, I believe, 30 to beat texas 55 to 48 the game ending play was a play that i sat there and watched and was yelling at my tv because the texas defensive ends and i had no money on this game or didn't care who won the texas defensive ends and outside linebackers all broke contain and let oklahoma's running back run for 33 yards and pay
3: dirt
2: for the second time in about 15
0: minutes Fifteen real life minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Trudle. Um. Yeah, we got a real we got
2: a real quarterback controversy <laughs> at Oklahoma.
0: Um. I mean, I,
2: I said I didn't have anything to say about any of these games. I do have something to say about this one. You had Spencer Rattler, who was a preseason Heisman favorite. Not one of the favorites. He was the favorite. Yes. And now you're looking at this guy being benched. Um, there's some whispers that he might transfer. I said, I've I seen rumors they're...
1: that he's getting ready to enter the transfer portal.
2: I mean, I guess he's been removed from some Oklahoma State, or not Oklahoma State, Oklahoma uh, athletics uh, website pages, bio pages, things like that. Um, Oklahoma has canceled... All media appearances by everybody until Saturday's game. And we had some legend who fucking spied in on Oklahoma practice from an off-site building with binoculars. (laughs) And caught the fact that Spencer Rattler was pulled from drills this week and replaced with Caleb Williams. Spencer Rattler, I think, as far as, as we're considered there with Oklahoma, pretty much done.
1: He, know. This is the second time he's got benched, too, this season. I
2: don't know whether he transfers or tries to go to the NFL draft.
0: Takes I two weeks off really, and quits.
2: I don't know where this leads. Um, it's going <sighs> to be a wild, wild time. So I mean, Caleb just right, said it right, here, here. in six, Number six team in the country, it's just an insane scenario to be in. Caleb just said have. it here
1: in, twi- in Twitch chat. Um, the first time, one of the few times I've looked over at Twitch chat this uh, afternoon, um, evening. Um, Spencer Rattler's draft stock has just, it's gone. It's plummeted. It's gone. He
2: doesn't it have is, a draft stock. It is gone. And that's, and that's the conundrum that Spencer Rattler is in. He transfers. Where does he go? He's not gonna get to go to a team like Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's been down this year. But you could argue that been Reason why he's the reason why, because you saw what they were able to do with his backup.
0: Yeah, so
1: I guess since Spencer Rattler's been benched twice this year.
2: Um, it's 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 unbelievable. I mean, this is gonna be interesting to see where this goes. I, I mean. A team that's fighting for a playoff spot and this is and this is going on it's wild this is this is like the stuff that that, that pat mcafee and us as well kind of live for this is this, this wild story oh i love seeing that. it
1: makes it, it makes it fun um i mean
2: you know i I, I hate it for spencer Ratt, oh I mean, yeah being, he seems like a good being, kid being, being you know a favorite to to be you know a heisman contender you know Potential first round pick this year, and it's just falling off the rails for him. So it sucks, but that's that's the business.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, number seven, Ohio State played Maryland. Uh, Ohio State scored well, more than enough against Maryland because it wasn't even fucking close. Its final score, final tally ended up being sixty six to seventeen for Ohio State. Um, all I got to say on this game, and I don't have a lot to say on this game. Ohio State finally looks like Ohio State. They do. They um oh,
2: can't can't deny that they they had the, the early season uh you know first couple games, including the loss to Oregon, where you're like, whoa, this this Ohio State d- team doesn't look like the Ohio State team that we're used to. Uh, fuck all that, because it looks like they're they're back to their winning. Wins. A little so, side note. Team, One so other. This team a little bit to to get get together and and make it work.
1: This Ohio State football team, um, after week three, defense, just in terms of defensive stats, um, and I'm going to talk more about this a little later, um, after week three, they were the third worst team in the country in terms of defensive stats. They had given up almost 1,600 to- 100 yards in three games.
2: That's a lot for three games.
0: <laughs> uh, the only sense. teams that were worse were UConn and UMass
2: who just played in the Cumball.
0: Unfortunately.
2: I mean, define unfortunately. Cumball's fucking great. Unfortunately
1: that that game existed. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I don't have much to say about this game.
2: I mean, I believe both of those teams are independent, so it just makes sense, I suppose.
1: Like, this game, Ohio State... Maryland had a 3-0, had a lead at one point. It was 3-0 after Maryland's very first drive and then it
2: and that's about all, all they can do i mean you, you script a, a good first drive with the uh,
1: talia Takavaloa, of aloha and you know, look good that first
0: drive
2: but that's but that's it i mean they got
0: they got help so from a roughing the passer but <laughs> right that so that was it can
2: look good on that on that opening drive and then once you really settle into the game after you really don't have those plays scripted I mean, so many, so many teams just fall off the rails, and I think that's a lot of what, you know, defines a good team and what defines a bad team. And Maryland is, at this point, a bad team.
3: After two
1: weeks, yeah. Uh, not much else I mean, to say. They,
2: they, Maryland pretended to be good there for, for four weeks or so. Last two weeks, we've seen the real Maryland. Um, it is what it is. It's to be expected.
1: Not much else to say. Uh, Number eight, Oregon had a bye. So moving on, number nine, Michigan played Nebraska in a game that saw balloons. (laughs) Yeah. Michigan won 32 to 29. I'll let Jordan take it away though.
2: To touch on those balloons. um, I can't believe I had never noticed this before. Apparently that's a tradition that Nebraska does. And I told you this already. That after the first touchdown, they release fucking hundreds of balloons out into the sky because fuck the environment, I guess. It's Nebraska.
1: <laughs> I
2: mean, I read one time that one of those balloons ended up in New York. Jesus Christ.
1: I could see it. Dumb. Um, yes. Dumb. Also, Akron did lead Ohio State at one point, too. First drive? Yes. <laughs>
3: I was, and the, yeah, how'd that game turn out?
1: Uh, ugly. Garbage. Garbage time
0: drive by Akron with a stupid timeout. <laughs> yeah, just in hopes of covering.
2: I believe I was sweating out that cover. <laughs> not, not because I put any money on the game. I think that was more for our picks. But oh, I yeah, probably.
0: Out. It's You think I would fucking bet on Akron? Jesus. Um, all right, this Michigan game.
2: Uh, I was sweating this one. Um, all week long, heading into the game. I was really wondering why the spread was as low as it was. Michigan was uh, minus three heading in; it was as low as like two uh, the week before the game. And I get it. I get it now. <clears throat> Nebraska, and and this is this is not the Michigan bias showing through. This is just the the respect and the appreciation for Nebraska. They are a decent team. They're not a good team by okay. any means. Okay, okay,
0: they're, there,
1: they're Yes, I, 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 can agree with that then. Um, they are a,
2: they are a decent team with a very rough schedule, and and I get into this point because, you know, I've seen a lot of Michigan fans, non-Michigan fans, say, oh well, this is, you know, you won, but this is embarrassing. Like, you know, you you look at it at face value, and you're like, okay, yeah, sure, they've given. Not one, not two, but now three teams that are currently ranked in the top 10 and undefeated a run for their money in Oklahoma and Michigan State.
0: They're yeah, Michigan. Tough...
2: <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah, th- yeah. Michigan is the third team. Yeah. I mean, they took Michigan State to overtime. They were within a score of Oklahoma, which is incredible given the Big 12's version of football, which is offense heavy. It's. You know, it, it, it's it's really tough to do, even know what Nebraska is because they'll play it tough for so long. Then that fourth quarter, late fourth quarter, or potentially overtime rolls around, they killed themselves. Adrian Martinez does Adrian Martinez things. They had an okay. opportunity to beat us.
0: They had a they lead, really like did. a lead, lead.
2: They had two two separate leads. Yeah, and we hadn't trailed in any in any game at any point throughout the entire season.
1: Scott Frost now, doesn't like points, apparently.
2: Scott Frost does not like points. Yeah, he, he, he decided to not score points uh, over scoring
0: points. So,
1: I think that, bad, honestly, but, on that first drive is what's
0: his biggest tone setter. It's just, you know,
2: another game where Michigan comes out with a win and you really don't know what they are. Like... And we don't <sighs> know Until until they play Penn State and Ohio State and, and Penn State, Michigan maybe, maybe State not probably
1: still. like it's hard to say.
2: And Michigan State, yeah. I um, Michigan State and Michigan State has taken over from Wisconsin as the three biggest threats in the Michigan season. Like I know that the Wisconsin game's already done, but like their offense is putrid. They never stood a chance in that game. Um. That was...
0: And Michigan still couldn't...
1: Still took a while to put them to bed.
2: <laughs> yeah, mainly because of a, a two-minute drill touchdown by Wisconsin. We were, we were... I don't know if we were playing soft or what it was, but... but
1: that, we that, needed an 18-point fourth quarter to put, put them to bed. And I'm not, like, I'm not saying anything negative about Michigan. Um, I do have some things I want to say about this game. And the limited action that I watched while I was slipping between this and the A&M game and m game. But I'll let you finish any thoughts you have first, because this is your team.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just hard to say what Michigan is. I mean, they're, they're 6-0. Give them credit for that. But the games that are truly going to matter if you want to contend for a Big Ten championship and potentially a playoff spot are still to come. And it's literally, essentially, the month of October. Or the, the month of November, rather because the Michigan State game is October 30th or 31st, somewhere in there. Yep. 30, uh, 30th, because that's uh, the 31st is Halloween's a Sunday. It is going to be a very interesting month of November for this Michigan Wolverines team. Cade um, McNamara made, made a great point, though. <clears throat> Throughout everything that did happen in this game, he's interviewed after the game, and he says, look, I've been on previous Michigan teams where we lose that game. And he says, I think that it's different. And right now, I would side to agree with him because I've watched them all. I've watched Michigan lose games like this where they fall down and they go into a hole and they can't get out of it. But they came out with a great response drive when Nebraska first took the lead and then a great drive at the end of the game to kick uh, the field goal to
0: win it. I mean, it just, and same with the Wisconsin game, like, you know, say what you will about Wisconsin,
2: underdog on the road under Jim Harbaugh, we lose that game every single year. So, maybe this is different, who Who the hell knows at this point. Huh. The, the big games are coming up, I, and and it just remains to be seen, but. This is at the very minimum. This is different. Jim Harbaugh is not going to get fired at the end of this season. I think that's a given now.
1: Yeah, and which honestly could be a bad thing, in my opinion. But we'll talk about that much later down the road.
2: Might not be. Maybe Harbaugh, you know, the the jury's out. Maybe Harbaugh wasn't the problem because every single bit of this coaching staff, other than Harbaugh, is different. Maybe, uh, maybe Jim Harbaugh just employed some wrong guys nobody uh, knows and Don Brown was very much a wrong
1: guy but that that. Alleg- Don
2: Brown was a good guy for two years and then his defense has got progressively worse because he can't help but blitzing nine times out of ten yeah
1: um so can I get my quick thoughts on this game go for it <sighs> this game oh my god Michigan can't put teams away can- has not been able to put Power five teams away, other than Washington, but Washington went thirty some drives across two games without scoring. Yes, and I did a look at I for my. I'm gonna plug my current t- or my top twenty five that I do every week, uh, with the exception of the last week. I did some research. Michigan's opponents, in terms of just straight record, are not good. Eighteen and seventeen.
2: That uh, now I will say that is good for 14th best in strength of schedule,
0: <sighs> which is
2: that is that is where they currently rank.
0: Odd,
1: because they're in terms of schedule, their two best teams are MAC teams, because Michigan wanted yeah. some shin.
3: They sure did.
1: Um, but I digress. There, I mean, they beat who they played. I'm not. I, I as an individual will not. I that's mean, they had to
2: do That's, that's it.
1: I in terms of how teams should be ranked, yes, I will say, okay, this team should be lower than this team, or X team should be lower than X team. But I mean, I will never I don't shit on teams just for beating who was on their schedule. Because let's be honest, everyone thought Washington was gonna be good. People didn't think Washington was gonna lose to Montana.
2: Yeah, ranked in the top 25 at season start,
1: and then they lost to Montana. This Michigan team just. And I think this does go back to Harbaugh. It could go back to Josh Gaddis, the OC. Or it could even just go back to Cade McNamara. Or wrap around again to Harbaugh and his just unlogical loyalty to Cade McNamara. This team at points looks zero dimensional. They don't even look one dimensional. When that run game gets stopped, they look dead in the water.
0: And, I mean, it's
2: it's very clear that Cade McNamara is the second most talented quarterback on the Michigan roster behind J.J. McCarthy. Wait. But yeah, when they put J.J. McCarthy in the game, and again, I don't know if this is just hiding him from film or whatever, he's a running quarterback, which makes no sense because he's got an arm, and we've seen Wait. his arm, and it's fantastic.
1: This is just one of those spots where I think Harbaugh has no fucking clue what he's doing. I think, like... They couldn't put Rutgers away. They went out and had one first down against Rutgers in the second half because their offense became non-existent. They, yep. need, they needed an 18-point fourth quarter to put Wisconsin away, and then they needed Adrian Martinez to Adrian Martinez.
2: But arguably, and I, and I can't defend the, the second half against Rutgers. They, they played absolutely terrible. Yes. You can't. You can't go out and, you know, get one first down in the second half, and, and I'm going to be happy with it. Well, yes. You just can't. <clears throat> with Nebraska, at the very least, I can respect it because Nebraska made plays.
1: I will agree with get,
2: that. <laughs> to get back in this game. I will agree with Adrian, that. Adrian Martinez led a great drive to open that second half, and the Nebraska offense was really clicking in that third quarter. And I can agree with that. And it's not like our defense played particularly bad. Nebraska just made, made plays. So the Rutgers game, that's the, the worst game of the season for me. Because that second half offensively was putrid. The Nebraska game I can live with because it's not like you played terrible. Cade McNamara, <laughs> you know, not mentioning him. But I had a how many times
1: how many times am I, am I going to say Cade McNamara's ass while watching this game counter going on on Twitter. I think I stopped that tweeting I,
2: that, I muted, that I muted because I couldn't handle it because we
1: I was sweating this game. I actually stopped tweeting it about midway through the third quarter when he started missing three yard out routes.
2: Yeah, he was uh, that third quarter offensively, I can't like I said, I can't say defensively because you know, Nebraska was just they were just better. And, you know, if, if a team that is better than you and executing better, you can't you can't fault it. I didn't disagree with any of the calls defensively. But they just they just executed better in that third quarter. The only this, quarter that they did.
0: My
1: and I'm saying this I I'm not an Ohio State fan that goes and watches Michigan games with the sole purpose of pointing out all Michigan's flaws or hoping Michigan loses. I, because,
0: and I, how do I put this properly? <laughs> I'm not worried about Ohio State. I'm not, until Michigan shows me stuff that they can beat Ohio State and, or
1: keep Ohio State from scoring 60 a game or can keep up with them, I just,
0: Michigan's another game.
2: The Michigan State game is going to be a big test for that because, I mean, you got a three headed monster on offense that Michigan's going to have to stop with Peyton Thorne, uh, Jaden Reed, and uh, uh, Kenneth Walker. I mean, some of the best of the Big Ten at their position. Yeah. So, that's going to be the the, the test for the defense to see if this team is even capable of beating Ohio State. If they beat Michigan State right now, Penn State, I don't know. If Clifford's out, the, that game If that Sean game Clifford's out That's easy Michigan win. Yeah But like, The Michigan State game If they're healthy When that game happens In East Lansing That's gonna be the test And that's gonna see That's gonna be the first indication Of whether or not This Michigan team Is Worth a damn Or It's just Same old same old
1: Like this Michigan team And so as I was saying To, com- to finish mine I do agree with that though Like I don't watch Michigan games I also don't wa like I don't really watch too many Michigan games. Like their games against their MAC teams, I watched a quarter and a half of the game against Washington. Their game against—I didn't even watch the second half against Rutgers because I thought that game was well in hand when Michigan went well, that, up uh, 13 nothing at was. half. I think it was 17 nothing or 17 yes. nothing at half. I'm sorry. This Nebraska game was the first game I watched, like, a lot of, and Michigan just... <laughs> they, I just don't know. They they exist, and I think some of it is McNamara, some of it's Harbaugh. I think this it's a terrible combination. I, mean,
2: I would put it more at this point on Josh Gaddis. I think in terms of the coaching staff, I think Josh Gaddis right now is the weakest link um, for Michigan um i'm i really would have liked to see him replace uh but right now i mean hey 6-0 and you're in it yeah I mean, just gotta wait wait to see what this team is
1: um moving on always. number 10 uh, byu played boise state boise state won 26 17 uh this game happened that's all i got
2: it was always the broncos
1: yeah Um, Number 11, Michigan State played stupid Rutgers. Michigan State won 31-13. This is a game that, well, nobody really wanted to win the second half. Michigan State had the one big play in the um, second half, and other than that, it was kind of just fart
2: noise. MSU relies a lot on those explosive plays, kickoff returns, big chunk plays. The second that they don't get those, MSU looks average if not bad. I um, and we've seen it in the second half of of the past few MSU games, where the offense shuts down a little bit, and yet they 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 still put up numbers. But. I mean good god what three straight 66 yard touchdowns i believe
1: something like and that for,
2: for msu in the first half it, it, what i think one was a punt return or something maybe i don't know i I didn't watch much the first half of that game no so i don't remember properly but um the, the chunk plays for msu are a big part of their success and it's really strange how they keep getting them <laughs> because they're they're all facets of the game they're you know Rushing, passing, special teams. Wild. Oh, God. Um, Eagles Eagles are coming back. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, no. Uh,
1: All I got to say, stupid Rutgers, this this three-game stretch does not define them. I think they're better than Rutgers Pass. That's all I got on that game. Yeah.
2: Moving on. Yeah. I mean, it's weird that they, I think they scored the same amount of points against Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Yes. I believe they scored 13 in each I of those so. games.
0: Now
1: the only That's difference crazy. is Ohio State scored 70.
2: Right. A <laughs> oh, two-point conversion attempt for the Eagles? 70. I swear, the fucking Eagles um,
1: <laughs> Oklahoma State had a buy, so moving on, number um number 13, Arkansas. Play number 17 Ole Miss Ole Miss had barely enough to win game was 52 51 Uh, Arkansas's coach instead of deciding to kick the extra point to tie it went for two and it didn't work Lane Kiffin got had his popcorn ready for this game. This game was uh, a fun. That's all I got to say on it though And that a
2: lot of fucking points close game Matt Corral to the Lions. That's all I want
1: um Number 14 Notre Dame sucks, but Virginia t- Tech sucks just a bit more. Notre Dame 132 29 nobody fucking cares.
2: <laughs> I mean, I I do. I won some money on that game. Well, parlayed with Michigan covering, but you know. Or no no, that was uh that was straight money line uh Nebraska or, uh uh Notre Dame and Michigan.
1: Oh, nice. Um
2: may I take May I take a second to brag? I had a I had a 5 and 0 weekend. Uh 1 and 0 Monday. I'm uh, probably gonna lose some bets tonight, but you
1: know. I'm gonna
2: come out on top.
1: I won some money on Sunday. Saturday was rough for me last this past Saturday was rough for me, i I'll, I'll admit it. Four
2: four and, o, four and o Saturday with uh with Tyson Fury uh it mixed in there. After going uh
1: three and o last uh Saturday the second the first Saturday of the month, uh and winning eighty some bucks. I went 0 for 2 last Saturday. Yeah. Oops. I mean,
2: it happens. Three three day hot streak over here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Coastal Car number 15, Coastal Carolina played Arkansas State. Shocker, Coastal Carolina scored 50 plus. They scored. They beat Arkansas State 52 to 20. Number
0: 16.
2: Hold on, hold on, on Coastal Carolina for one second. Okay. They are a threat. To cover the spread every fucking time they take the field. I yes. Go for <laughs> Carolina. Throw them in with some other parlays. That's probably going to be the easiest leg for you more often than not.
1: Uh, they have only one time so far this year that I've had them in parlays. They have not uh worked out for me because I, whenever I have them in parlays, I have them to cover.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Because the money line is it's
1: just so so far gone you that they're going to win.
2: Yeah, with who they play, you can't make money on the money line. It's gotta be spread, and they cover that spread more often than not. I think the one game that, that you picked them to to uh <clears throat> cover and they didn't is probably the only time this season that yeah. they haven't. And that probably close.
1: No, it wasn't because they, they were a fifteen point f- I mean it was they needed one more touchdown, so
2: Oh, no.
1: Yeah. Um, he number he six Number 16, Kentucky played LSU. Uh, L- Ed, LSU head coach Ed Ogeron's probably going to get punted soon because it just appears that he's lost the team. But however, final score, Kentucky won 42-21. to 21.
2: Who the hell would have thought Kentucky would be in a good?
1: Right. Number 19, Wake Forest uh, played Syracuse. Nobody cares. This is the S conference. I mean, the ACC conference. Uh, Wake Forest 140 to 37. <laughs> no one fucking cares. Sure,
2: sure did. I mean, I am sort of on the Wake Forest bandwagon uh, a little bit, but not fully committed.
1: Um, number 20, Florida 142 to Massive Ass against Vanderbilt. What in,
2: does Massive Ass stand for?
0: In this case, nil. For, uh,
2: any americans out there that means zero
0: yep vanderbilt scored a whole whopping zero
1: points against florida florida the florida gators won forty-two nothing kind of killing one of my uh, ncaa parlies last week or this past weekend because why the what (laughs) i had zero confidence in the florida gators to cover the spread
2: what was the spread 40. I mean, I can't blame you. That's a big number.
0: <laughs> this Florida
1: Gators team has covered the spread once this year. Or no, twice, because they were... I'd say
2: it this time.
1: The, they, were, they were a dog against uh, Bama by seven, and then or 14 against a dog, a dog by a lot against Bama, and then this. Uh, number 22, Arizona State.
2: No fucking clue how Florida played Alabama so tough, and they lost to Kentucky. Don't get it
1: i don't either uh number 22 arizona state in the fighting herm edwards is edwards uh, yeah uh, whatever um played stanford and they beat them 28 to 10. uh herm's got a good thing going over with that team that's all i got
2: there sure does stanford's been a tough team uh they in the s uh not the sec the pac-12 i was say, um,
1: did something change over the- overnight <laughs>
2: Mid season conference realignment. Uh, now, Arizona State, solid team. Is, Herm Edwards has got the boys buzzing.
1: Yeah. Um, number 23, North Carolina State. Nobody fucking cares because it's the ASS conference. I mean, the ACC. Uh, North Carolina State had a bye. I didn't
2: even know they were in
1: the ACC. Yep. Yep. Nobody cares about the ACC. It's terrible. The ACC is massive ass.
2: Yes. Confirmed.
1: Number twenty-four SMU played Navy. SMU won thirty-one to twenty-four. Not much to say about this game because I didn't even know it existed. Poor Navy man. They're having, they've fallen on tough times over there at the Naval Academy in Annapolis. <clears throat> and finally, rounding out the top twenty-five, the San Diego State Aztecs or whatever they are. Sounds accurate. Uh, Played New Mexico, San Diego State, one thirty-one to seven. Let us move on to the new AP top twenty-five. Even though my top twenty-five is better and more thought out, and the AP is just awful at everything.
2: I mean, it's not
3: R.J. R.J.'s uh, top twenty-five there.
1: If it wasn't for some of the stupid that happened, R.J. Young would made in my top into my stupid people say stupid things. I digress though. Yeah. Um Georgia is ranked one, Iowa two, Cincinnati three, which I don't entirely agree with, but whatever. Um Oklahoma at four, which okay, sure. Alabama at five, which I really disagree gross. with. Ohio State
2: Gross, gross, gross.
1: Ohio State goes up to six. I think Alabama and Ohio State should be swapped out there. Um actually I think I Ohio- agree with you. I think Alabama should be down at seven, and Penn State should be up uh, at six. But I digress. Nah, Penn State's at seven. I can't, I can't. Penn State lost to a fucking ranked team. Penn State lost to a ranked team.
2: They did three versus four. I mean, that's fair.
1: Um, Michigan is at Penn State's at seven. Michigan is at eight. Oregon is at nine after a bye week. Michigan State cracks into the top ten, meaning we have one, two, three, four, five Big Ten teams representing in the top twenty-five. Because it is the deepest conference in college football this year. And, well, pretty nice much... the now.
2: conference! Oh, wait. The Big Ten's not actually ten teams.
1: <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Thank that you. Been for a long while. Thank you, Penn State, Rutgers, Maryland, Nebraska. Those guys. I feel like I'm missing someone else, but...
2: Uh, they, they, Maryland.
1: <clears throat> Penn State, Rutgers, Maryland, Nebraska. Yeah, that's right. Because they're at 14 now. Nah,
2: there was... They were 11 for a little bit. Who else? Tried? Yeah, Penn
1: State. Penn State was the 11th.
2: Oh, yeah, that's... Yep, okay. You're right.
1: Um, Kentucky is in at 11. Oklahoma State, even though they had the buy, Well, they had the bye week, so they stayed at 12. Ole Miss jumps to 13. Notre Dame stays at 14. Coastal Carolina is at 15. They should be up in Notre Dame's spot, in my opinion. But I digress. Wake Forest goes to 16. Arkansas drops to 17. Arizona State goes to 18. BYU drops and what was the biggest drop BYU drops to 19 dropping to 9 spots Florida stays at 20 Texas A&M jumps up from being unranked to 21 after beating the Alabama Crimson Tide North Carolina State North Carolina State after a bye goes up a spot which is a joke
3: does
1: that happen? Um in my in my top twenty-five, I
0: had uh, I believe Did North they Carolina drop? uh Auburn. I mean Auburn now has three losses, I think, so okay, never mind. Huh. Um SMU was goes Auburn to twenty-three. Ranked?
2: Are they was Auburn ranked? Are they in here?
0: They
1: were. Uh yeah, they lost to Georgia. They were 18.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> You can, um, yep,
1: got it. San Diego State uh, is up to twenty-four. Texas is to twenty-five. That is your top twenty-five for this week, going into week seven. Let's move on to the week five recap, starting with me. Gotta the, get
2: some, gotta get some fucking college football playoff rankings here soon. I think they come out in a week or two. So two, I think. Hopefully, gotta get those in there. <clears throat> These AP rankings, you never know.
1: Yeah, I'm just so bad.
2: Playoff, well, playoff committee is equally bad, but they do what they want. Yeah.
1: Moving on to the NFL, starting with the Thursday night actions, the Los Angeles Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks 26-17 after Russell Wilson went uh, down with an injury. Uh, this is going to be rough for the Seahawks. Um, yeah,
2: Geno Smith came in there, had one good drive, and, I mean, really, was putting Seattle in position for success. The interception to end the game wasn't even its fault. I mean, Seattle might be okay? I mean, who knows? <laughs> I mean, Chino Smith. I mean, who the hell knows we haven't seen him as a regular starter, and Lord knows how long. So we'll see what that means for the Seahawks going forward. But Ram's getting back on track after the loss to Arizona. yeah, we'll see We'll see what they're, happens. they the LA Rams, yay. Matt Stafford, baby.
0: uh, Apologies to the city of London. You
1: had to watch the Atlanta Falcons and the New York goddamn Jets. The Falcons won 27-20 in a game that, well, Jordan was probably the only person in the world that watched, at least in America. Um, The only neutral fan, I should say.
2: I turned this off uh, roughly, uh, I believe, before halftime to go watch the F1 race
1: fair enough um the green bay packers took on the cincinnati bengals um the packers the packers won in overtime 25 to 22 in an overtime that felt like literal forever because missed field goals um all i got to say about this game is
2: five of them
0: yeah all i got to say about this game is <sighs> Oh my god. You're happy about
2: it? You wanted the Bengals to lose? I
0: wanted the Bengals to lose. I'm not upset
1: that they lost this but this team is this Bengals team this this Bengals team is going to be in a lot of close games, I think. I th- I've said it last week after th- in talking about the Jacksonville game, I don't think this I think this Bengals team showed just because just in that game against Jacksonville how not great they are. And I think this game here also showed at points how not great they are. Joe Burrow through they're, eight.
2: they're the Lions with more talent.
1: Yes. Yes. This Bengals team just isn't good. They're not there. And the, the Packers, I don't know what I don't even know what to get out of them anymore.
2: <laughs> fucking that's all that's all I got Man, on this game. Mason Mason Crosby fourth times the charm to fucking put that one away. Right. Fucking good god. That was a game that was involved in my Sunday NFL parlays and God damn it,
3: man.
2: <laughs> that one actually that was a single game parlay. That, you know, everything else was settled by like halftime. And all I needed was Green Bay to cover. And for whatever reason, Green Bay was only minus two and a half. And <laughs> thank God they did. Oh my god. That was that was a wild one. I mean, I don't know what it is about Mason Crosby. This is like the second time that he's just had one of those games where he can't hit a goddamn thing. Yeah. Uh, but put it away. Got him the win. Like I said, just took four tries.
1: This Bengals team, as I've said, just isn't great. Um, and just Joe Burrow isn't there yet. You could see it in that interception he threw in overtime. It just—that's all I got on him. They they're gonna win some meaningless games. They're not gonna make the playoffs. That's it. Moving on. The Minnesota Vikings played the Detroit Lions. Minnesota won nineteen seventeen. Detroit. Uh, before I'm gonna just say this before Jordan gets that or gets this game. Um, Minnesota won on a fifty five yard field goal with zeros on the clock. Again, second time the Lions have lost on a. 50-plus-yard field game-winning field goal as time is expiring this year.
2: <laughs> first time in NFL history through the uh, first five games.
1: Uh, anything you want to say, go ahead, because I don't have oh, much I mean, to say about this game.
2: If you hear the defeat in my voice, it uh, likely uh, resembles the feelings of Dan Campbell, oh. who took to the podium after this game in literal tears. <coughs> like i mean he's he's been lionized already man we gotta pay calvin man the curse is the curse is happening it it sucks so much Uh, um and now i don't i didn't want them to win this game but my god the fight to even to even be in a position and the balls by dan campbell to make the call to go for two at the end of that game to put us up we ain't winning we ain't winning shit this year fucking go for it you don't get it. Nobody's going to nobody's going to blame you if you don't get that two-point conversion at the end of the game to make it happen. To give yourself a chance to win the game in regulation. No one's going to blame you if that doesn't work. This is not this team isn't talented. Fucking go for it if you're in that situation. <clears throat> I support that 100%.
1: I don't think it was a bad decision. I think it was good. I've said it before. I said it before with uh, looking at the Ravens game, Dan Campbell kicked the uh, field goal. take the fucking points, do what you can to yeah. give your team a chance to win. Like
2: give your, give your team the lead late. I will never yeah. be you know critical of that.
0: And but I, <laughs> like, give... I
2: again, am not going to be critical of the Lions rushing three on a late game on, on the, on the drive that Minnesota had after we took the lead. I'm not going to be critical of rushing three on a passing down. When you know, you're throw when you know Minnesota's throwing it deep. Yeah. It's the, it's the secondary and it's the defense as a whole that isn't getting it done. You can't put it on rushing three when they're throwing the ball. You're putting more guys back.
1: I never it's changed the
3: graphic
2: oops and it's <laughs> and it just hasn't worked you put Loser. more guys back to defend the pass that's not a bad thing it just, it just hasn't, hasn't worked, worked. It, it just hasn't worked two separate times because our defense isn't good the whole team isn't good but we're in these games i don't know how we had no business being in this game just like the 49er game just like the ravens game No business being in any of these.
1: I think the (laughs) uh, Lions had more business. I think the Lions had more business being in this game just because the Vikings are ass.
2: We really even didn't. Minnesota had us put away. And they fumbled the ball while trying to kill the clock. That set us up for the chance to go ahead. Or at least tie the game. But we went ahead. I don't know what this is. What this Lions team is all about. Dan Campbell's getting the most out of his players. And it's clear he believes in them. It's clear he wants to win. I mean, uh, prior to Detroit, the SB Nation uh, blog for the Lions ran a poll. If you approve of Dan Campbell's job right now. And 96% of the people do. I don't know who the fucking four are that don't probably idiots that don't realize that this team has no talent at any position other than tied in with T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah. And center, but Frank Ragnar's done for the year.
1: I mean, you got Panay say, well, you want to trade? I'll give you a, a, a wide receiver.
2: <laughs> I mean, no, but he's, he's young, and he's made his mistakes, and that's fine. He's the youngest player in the goddamn league. But, yeah, no, I, I don't know how this team is even – In these games at all. I mean, Baltimore's one of the best teams in the AFC, and it took a 66 yard NFL record field goal to beat us. No
0: fucking clue how any of this is happening. I have no earthly idea. I.
2: Like, you know, I, I didn't pick the Lions to cover this last week. I'm back on the Lions train, man. It spreads tiny this week, but they're going to be a threat to cover every single week, I think, because this team just fights for their head coach.
1: Moving on, the Pittsburgh Steelers in a game that I was wrong about. Well, yeah, surprisingly, because I haven't been wrong a whole lot of times this year, honestly.
2: You've been You've been on fire with the NFL picks, man.
1: Um, a game I was kinda wrong about the Pittsburgh Steelers went to Denver, I think. Or played Denver at I least. Believe so. I believe yeah, I believe they went to Denver. They beat Denver 27-19. Denver's not good. Denver might not be good. Pittsburgh Denver, Denver Pittsburgh lost Juju Smith Schuster, but Denver just might not be good.
2: Smoke and mirrors on them, man.
1: Pittsburgh might not be great either, but yeah. Pittsburgh's Um,
2: not not fantastic they're good enough to win some games
0: talking about a team that is not good (laughs) and a team that is good the Tampa Bay Buccaneers
2: yes
1: played the Miami Dolphins this week I
0: have to get something ready for just a second I was not entirely ready for this Um, all I'm going to have to say about this game is I'm going to put,
1: put an image right in the middle of the screen here in one second for anybody who is
0: watching this to look at. You can see the, um, Miami Dolphins offensive line not doing a thing
1: in which one of their linemen is taking a nap and the other is picking his nose, staring off into space, as Jacoby Brissett is getting hit by four guys. <laughs> and one of, and his, one of his other offensive linemen is pushing someone into Jacoby Brissett. That's really, really all I gotta say about this game.
2: Toby Brissett back to being a backup to us back this week. So maybe we'll see the Miami team that we thought we'd see before you got hurt. Um, Tampa Bay won
1: forty-five seventeen. 17. Not much to say about that. I said pretty much all my piece. Um, yeah. The new Orleans saints played the Washington football team. Uh, embattled with their controversy that had happened. Mm. Um, New Orleans won 33, 22. Not much to say there. And, uh,
3: Who the hell knows with the
2: Saints? Seamus Winston looks serviceable, but man, I don't. I, yeah. I don't know. I ain't putting money on the Saints until they start to prove some shit.
1: Um. And an odd one: the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Carolina Panthers 21 to 18. The Panthers are uh, missing Christian McCaffrey. That's.
2: Yeah, they are. He should be back soon. Um, <clears throat> Carolina should have won this game if it wasn't for a block punt, but. Just didn't do enough uh might have been too um t- too early to claim sam darnold as the comeback player of the year or most improved player or anything like that um but <clears throat> i think carolina will be okay i mean they're in a rough division obviously with tampa base so they ain't winning the division but it is what it is philly with a with a strong win there uh of course they lost tonight by six when the spread was six and a half
0: oops um killed
2: killed probably all of my bets by one fucking point because they went for two
0: um in
1: an odd game the tennessee titans played the jacksonville jaguars this game is the scores further apart than what this game looked like it would have been or was this game looks like a blowout, and it yeah. really was not. The Titans won. You were 30.
2: watching. You were watching this game, right? You had money on this
1: one. I had a single-game parlay on going on with this game that involved Derrick Henry scoring two touchdowns and getting over 111 yard rushing yards. Um. Well, Both over he did. over 111 and a half. He needed so 112 or more, and the Titans to win. The Titans... It's just This Titans team is odd. They're trying to make Ryan Tannehill be the game winner. Derrick Henry needed- and
2: That's never been them. It's never been this team with Vrabel as coach Tannehill there and Derrick Henry. Never been fully on Tannehill. I don't, I don't know what they're doing.
1: With seven minutes left and up, I believe, Tanne-12? Up 12, I believe it was.
0: Up, up
1: 12-ish, I think. The um, or somewhere in there, maybe about 12. I can't remember what the what it was at the time. Um, with seven minutes left, the Titans were still throwing the ball. Derrick Henry did not make my bet be a winner until the final drive when he had 50 yards on the final drive and his third
0: touchdown of the game. This Jacksonville Jaguars team, like, stays in games that they shouldn't at points. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no 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 clue about Jacksonville. They're bad. But they hang around a little bit.
1: They they fight. Um moving on. The New England Patriots oh, oh. played the Houston Texans who are also bad. The Texans had a lead and then they didn't because they just quit.
2: Blue that fucker.
1: Um New England won
2: 25 to 22. They, they sure did. Uh somehow I, I have no idea how, I checked this, the score of this game and Houston had a massive lead and then the fighting Mac Joneses fucking came back.
1: B- Bill uh, Belichick ca- did some sorcery and they won. the
2: only way to describe it, man.
1: <laughs> pulled pretty some voodoo out of his ass.
2: what he does.
1: Bill Belichick pulled some voodoo out of his ass and well, they, they won.
3: won. <laughs>
1: And what was John Gruden's final game? The Las Vegas Raiders took on Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears won 20-9 to in a game that wasn't really exciting.
2: Uh, I knew I wanted nothing to do with betting this game. <laughs> uh, that's for sure. <laughs> like, because I, I didn't know what to expect. I believe uh, Vegas was minus 5.5. Yep. So I'm glad I stayed away. Um, fitting, fitting end to the John Gruden era disappointment.
1: Yeah. yeah, his entire career. And what was the game of? Well, mostly the game of the week. The L.A. Chargers and Justin Herbert. Who uh, is he on your screen here? He's right below me. Uh, kind of half fitting. Surprisingly, uh, took on the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and he's a dude. He's a dude. The. Chargers won 47 42. Baker's probably uh, questioning his defense right now. The Browns had some had leads, various points, and just couldn't put them away, and then the defense just couldn't exist. Baker Mayfield threw for 3 f- three, 3 3 3 big number. <laughs> Baker threw for a, neither defense was good. Baker threw for a shit ton of yards. Justin Herbert threw for, for, four, for four bucks. It was just
0: uh, f-
1: bad.
2: Chargers are for real. I think the Browns are are just getting kind of a rough end of the deal here with uh, with who they're playing. Uh, LA Chargers, man. They're, yeah. They're very, very, very good.
1: In a game that, well, the Dallas Cowboys played the New York Giants. The New York Giants are not for real. Um,
2: well, they, they, they weren't before with <laughs> Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And then they both died in this game, so.
1: Yep, Dallas won forty-four twenty, and not much to say. Big uh, number for Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is if they can keep everybody healthy. Dallas is pretty good.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Mainly um, Dak. If yeah.
2: Dak, Dak stays healthy. That I mean, gonna run away with that division.
1: Uh the, the Arizona Cardinals played the tr- played Trey Lance in San Francisco. The Cardinals yeah. won a very unexciting game, seventeen
2: to ten. Niner defense somehow kept them in this one, but uh, yeah, I mean Arizona lowest point total on the year. Um, did not expect this to be within the score the way Arizona was playing, but they they hung in there, they got it done. Uh, I mean, I, 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 don't get me wrong, I don't think Arizona's going seventeen and zero, but they look to be pretty solid and they got the leg up in, the, in that uh, NFC West division right now over the LA Rams.
3: Yeah.
1: Moving on to the Sunday night game. Oh, boy. I Ooh. was... This is another one I was wrong about. Um, the Buffalo Bills oh. took on KC. Uh, Buffalo... Defense. Buffalo's
0: offense did not exi- exist in the second half.
2: Didn't need to.
0: <laughs> um, they won 38-20.
3: Pretty,
2: pretty solid for the Bills If your offense can be non-existent In the second half and still beat The Chiefs by three scores
3: Yeah
1: It's just The Chiefs are a broken team right now They're it was,
2: Well <laughs> I mean their defense Is awful paid, Well they paid so much money to keep the offensive Side of the ball together and the defense is suffering Right now in this year But to be fair they've lost to four and one teams teams with a record of four and one currently yeah every single time they've lost so yeah you know chiefs will figure it out they'll be all right but the defense is a big question right now and they're gonna have to get better as the season goes along it's gonna be tough to do buffalo clear number one in the afc right now still I disagree I, mean, <laughs> I know i know you still disagree even though we haven't even gotten to the team that you think is the number one team in the AFC right now. We'll get to them here momentarily, but yeah, no. Buffalo I think number one.
0: I think Buffalo is very close. Though like what, I'll say that. What what,
2: what 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 questions do you have <clears throat> about Buffalo? Like is it the the week one loss to Pittsburgh? What, What is it? It's the
0: points.
2: after what they've they've done since I mean most of their games haven't been in question
1: the week one loss to Pittsburgh was just bad like I'm not even gonna say anything about that because usually every team like Baltimore did not have a good
0: loss to the fucking Raiders
3: yes
2: I'm Um, still in shock about that one yeah
0: it's not so much
1: I mean I do have questions you look at Buffalo their offense at points like they did against the Steelers and then they did this past Sunday just quits they just they get lost at some point they look so
2: smart, 38.
1: they looked really good and then like they against the Steelers in week one they're off, they looked good and
0: then something happens at halftime and they just kind of vanish. I think they
1: are really close. It's not even necessarily, I mean, that is the only question I have about Buffalo. Um, it's not even really so much as questions about Buffalo. It's more of there is nothing you could really say bad about the Baltimore Ravens other than they somehow lost to the fucking Raiders. Right. Um, moving on to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore played Indy. Indy quit. In- the Indianapolis Colts. Indy fucking just gave up on Monday Night Football. Yep. Lamar Jackson threw for four
0: hundo.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> we. I, I say we. Not necessarily us. But everyone else has to quit that whole Lamar Jackson's a running back thing. <laughs> I mean. Dude, dude can throw as well.
1: And like that right there, I think for if the Ravens had a real number 1 running back, there would be no question that they're the number 1 team in the AFC. But just that right there, Lamar Jackson is why this team and this team's de- the Ravens defense didn't look great against Indy. But Lamar Jackson is just so fucking good. That it's not even funny,
2: dude's wild.
1: He's gonna win yeah. the MVP again this year, I think.
2: At at this rate, yes. Um, it's him and Josh Allen probably.
0: Maybe Kyler Murray. Um. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Baltimore
2: did it though. Yeah, they hung in there.
0: Indy kind of gave up.
2: Came, yeah, came back because Indy gave up and.
1: I don't know. And I I think we were both wrong about Indy. I think we both thought Indy was gonna be good. And they just I
2: didn't like the Colts. I didn't necessarily believe in Carson Lance. I think the team they have around Carson Lance is, is good, but
1: they just they look did, lost did. at points.
2: They do, and I really don't get it.
1: I talked uh, about I just said the Bills at points look really lost or look lost. If you give the Bills at least a map, they can find where they're, they're going. The Colts right now couldn't even be able to read the fucking
0: map. Yeah, no. They a would chance. get more lost with the map. But wow. that is your uh, NFL recap. Let us
1: move on to the picks, <laughs> starting with. Andy college football and i want to lead this off even though this is your baby
0: <laughs> go ahead I mean, and take I, I
2: it know, i know i'll let you thank him because i know you love you love the acc
1: no i've it is time for the picks. maxion addiction edition
2: well it is maxion edition
1: yes now i'm gonna lead this off now, because
2: <laughs> really quickly though I call it Maction Edition because we we well we do still have a fifteen game college slate to pick, but we pick every single Mac game, all twelve teams, all six games, they're all in here. Yes. Because Michigan and Ohio State have a bye, and we both love ourselves some Maction. Yes. So also, fun fact, fun fact, the Florida Gators also have everybody. a bye. <laughs> Once I saw that every Mac team played this week, it was easy.
1: It was like, we we got this going on. I'm gonna take This will be the first time I've actually taken one for the picks. just, it's fitting because of the the team that's here. It's fitting because of the team that's here, though. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Once I saw this one, I was like, I gotta take this. (laughs) Once I saw the first game on the slate. The... Clemson Tigers who are number eleven in something, just not the top twenty-five.
3: Hell
1: no. Uh, they're they're number eleven in something because Dabo Sweeney thinks they should just rank everything eleven. Take on <laughs> Syracuse. The three and two Tigers are a fourteen and a half point favorite at home road on the road <laughs> on the road on a extremely. Extremely irrelevant Friday night game for the Clemson Tigers at 7 p.m. taking on the Syracuse Orangemen.
0: Again, Syracuse a 14 and a half point dog. Who you got? Um I
2: am going with 69% of the people because that's very, very nice. <laughs> Going with the Clemson Tigers. Can't believe I'm doing that. Boy, Syracuse ain't good. Clemson ain't good either, don't get me wrong. But give me Clemson. I'm going to regret it, but fuck it.
1: I am going with Syracuse just to spite Davo Sweeney.
2: I figured it's gonna
1: be. This game <laughs> is... Going on? No, no, I'm not done. This game's going to no. be ass. Don't watch it. Now, go ahead.
2: A- A-S-S in the A-S-S. Uh, in a game that Hundreds and hundreds Of people might care about The Marshall Thundering herd Traveled to North Texas to take on The Mean Green Marshall minus 11 and a half In I don't even know what the fuck conference these teams are in <laughs> Who you got? The
1: irrelevant conference Um, That's This game much. Side note is at the exact same Time slot as the Clemson Syracuse game That I just talked about Watch this game instead.
3: <laughs> right.
1: If you have CBS Sports Network, watch this game instead. 87% of the people are picking the Marshall Thundering Herd. Some say I'm a man of the people. And I agree with the people here. I'm going the Marshall Thundering Herd.
2: Man, I hate it because i got to make up some ground in these picks, but I'm taking Marshall as well. Number 24, San Diego State. 5-0. and oh. They're minus eight and a half on the road facing San Jose State. Uh, Well, speaking of the people, 95% of the people on San Diego State to cover that eight and a
1: half. Uh, (laughs) I'm going San Diego State. San Jose State is, uh, I I looked at this. I think San Jose State is like 0-5 against the
0: spread. Yes. That's bad.
2: Yes, that's the thing. This money line is closer than I would expect it to be. Uh, San Jose State is only plus 296. Very strange. Um, might be worth a little sprinkle, I suppose, but I don't think they're winning this game. I don't think they're covering. Give me San, uh, San Diego State minus the 8.5. Yeah, half. The I'm first, going
1: San Diego State.
2: The first action game, and boy, it's a shitty one. The 1-5 one Ohio Bobcats. Raffle to Buffalo to take on the whoever's. Buffalo minus nine and a half. Who do you got?
1: First off, I also want to say we're three games in and this is our first Saturday game.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes, it it
1: is. I'm going the Buffalo. The Buffalo whatevers they are.
2: (laughs) What are they? Are they they the Buffalo Buffaloes? I don't know.
0: I. I don't know. Buffalo, uh, Buffalo, The uh, football team. They're the yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo Bulls.
2: Oh, that makes a ton of sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Give me Ohio plus the nine and a half.
1: Uh, Bobcats are awful. Teams, I don't know why you're doing both, this.
2: <clears throat> well, well, both of these teams are terrible. Buffalo's two and four. Ohio's one and five. Mm, uh, fair enough. In a, in a team against two, or in a game against two bad teams, fuck it, give me the points. Fair enough. Some non-maction, number 10, Michigan State on the road, minus three and a half, heading to a block of concrete in Bloomington, Indiana, to take on the Hoosiers. I, this might be our only Big Ten game of the week that, that we have in the picks. I, I, I don't even know.
0: Indiana's bad. I'm going Michigan State.
2: That's too tiny can't do it uh give me give me michigan state give me the spartans this could get ugly real quick uh, i know i know indiana's kind of gotten a rough deal they've been in some games but i, I they've been in some games and, and haven't finished them so they ain't gonna be within four points of, of msu Not gonna negative add. Back to the action. Ball State on the road. They travel to... Fucking, what is it? Ypsilanti to take on Eastern Michigan? Yes. Ball State, 3-3 three and three
0: against a 4-2 Eastern Michigan team. Ball State's minus 2.5. Ball State
1: sucks balls. Go on Eastern Michigan. Go on the Eastern Michigan uh,
3: Eagles? I think.
2: The lack of knowledge we have about these Mac teams. Good lord! <laughs> all the teams that we threw into this it's just, uh, so, I love it. I love it. I love, full, I love me some action. Transparency, full transparency here. Uh, before this was the action edition of the picks. This was the shit fest edition of the picks because these are all terrible games. Um, I, I can't even do it. I can't even take Ball State to to be different. I gotta go with Eastern Michigan. Ball State sucks balls. They do. More action. Akron on the road. Battle of two and four teams. They take on Miami, Ohio. Battle of shitty Ohio teams. Miami, Ohio is minus 19 and a half though.
1: (sighs) These are probably two of the worst teams in the state of Ohio. Not just in in college football in the state of Ohio. Just two of the worst football teams in the state of Ohio. Uh,
2: Bishop Sycamore?
1: Bishop Sycamore, oh, okay. Bishop Sycamore is probably the only team that's worse than these two teams, just in all of football in Ohio.
2: Only because they half don't exist. Yeah. They I don't have an actual school.
1: Akron is... Awful, is terrible, is bad, is atrocious.
2: I, <laughs> but,
1: 19 and a half is a lot of points. I'm gonna say that right there. Um, with that being said, I'm gonna take Miami of Ohio, who is a minus 13, 1,258 point, minus 1,258 favorite from Moneyline. Um. Well, here's the thing. Akron gives up 40 points a game. <laughs> so Yes. And Miami of Ohio is giving up just just north of 22. So I'm going Miami of Ohio.
2: We're in that range because I checked those stats too. We're in that range of Akron going to cover. Also.
1: Fun fact, Akron is 1 in 4 against the sprint.
2: I know. Believe me, I know, but I got to try something. I mean, can't be picking the same teams week in, week out. I got to make up some ground, man. College picks have been rough for me, but uh, I'm taking Akron plus 19 and a half. Uh, a game broadcast on ESPN+, Plus, which is just a step ahead of Facebook Live. <laughs> Roy! Minus seven and a half on the road, 95% of the people on Troy, they take on Texas State. Don't know what conference, I don't care. I don't care.
1: I'm going Troy because even though Troy is one and four against the spread, Troy is only giving up 18 points a game. Texas State is giving up 36 so, you're giving, me st- uh, you're giving me eight points. I'm going to take Troy.
0: Well, I'm not giving you eight
2: points. Or eight about, points yeah. is the danger zone. Yeah. Uh, but you are going to give me a full touchdown. Uh, so, I can't pick Tech to State. Stats, stats won't allow me to do it. Give me Troy minus seven and a half. Back to the action. Toledo on the road minus four and a half. They take uh. on. The Central Michigan Chippewas. both teams three and three. Say it.
0: Fire up chips. The whole ci- the whole city of Toledo fucking sucks. Just it sucks. I'm going Central Michigan. Fire up chips.
2: I wish I could pick against you. I can't. Three and three teams. The people are really spread out on this. Central Michigan's played some teams really tough. Give me, give, me, uh, give me the Chippewas. Maction again. Kent State on the road. They travel to Western Michigan. Well, the people are spread out on this one. 94% of the people taking Western Michigan. Minus six and a half. PJ got... Fleck
1: isn't there, but row the boat anyway. Western Michigan Broncos down in Kalamazoo. Uh, they make good beer there in Kalamazoo. That's really all I know about that
0: city. <laughs> I'm going Western Michigan.
2: God damn it, I am too. WMU minus six and a half. Oh, it's not the only Big Ten game on the schedule, of Michigan State and Iowa. Or not Iowa, uh, Indiana. Purdue on the road, taking on the number two team in the country. The Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa minus eleven and a half. Kind of a tiny spread for the number two team in the country, don't you think?
1: Hey? This is a tiny spread for the number two team in the country. Uh, because, well, their offense looked kind of booty last week.
2: Pedestrian.
0: The Pedestrian booty, yeah. A, a lot of things. Um, do you want to know what is ass? Purdue?
1: Yes. I'm going with Iowa. I can't pick Purdue.
2: Can't either. Fucking, I hate it, but I can't. Probably gonna be a tight one though. But yeah. I, I can't pick. Probably, probably two touchdowns, not to cover.
3: <laughs>
2: Back to the action, and I believe our last bit of action: Bowling Green on the road taking on Northern Illinois at Rocky Lombardi. Northern Illinois—they're minus nine and a half at home. Eighty-nine percent of the people on the four and two Huskies.
3: I yes,
1: think? some people would say I'm a man of the people. Uh-oh. I would disagree with them here.
0: Uh-oh. Um, nine and a half is an odd number. Meaning, it. its a
2: testy number. Yeah, they're trying to get you.
1: Also, Northern Illinois has Rocky Lombardi, who somehow he's led them to a 4-2 season. Um, this game's on ESPN+, meaning it's just, again, as Jordan said, marginally better than um, Facebook Live. Um,
2: <laughs> the games are broadcast on Facebook Live. In fact, the fact that we pick games that are on Facebook Live is just a testament to how ridiculous these college picks
1: have been. These past few weeks, um, I'm going Bowling Green. Nine and a half is a difficult number, and then you throw Rocky Lombardi in there,
3: who's...
2: Right. Yeah, this is where we differ. I'm gonna go with uh, Northern Illinois, minus nine and a half. Uh, I think Bowling Green's just really, really bad. More bad than Bowling Green is bad. So give me the Huskies.
3: Okay, fair.
2: One of our favorite games to pick on the college plates. Liberty! It's
1: going to be so sad when they finally have a bye week.
2: I mean, that's how I feel about Coastal Carolina having a bye. Liberty on the road, minus, uh, minus 32 and a half. They take on Rich Rodriguez, the OC, in Louisiana Monroe. Who do you got from the shit dome? I don't know what the stadium in Louisiana Monroe is. It probably holds 10,000 people.
1: Give me liberty, or give me death. Fun fact. Bye. Oh. Fun fact. Um, apparently there is no against the spread record for, uh, Louis- or for Liberty right now. Louisiana Monroe with Rich Rod as their OC as one in three. Um, Also fun fact, you are making zero dollars off of this if you bet Moneyline because apparently according to CBS um, Liberty is a minus 10k favorite. (laughs) Some stats. Liberty gains Don't bet
2: Liberty Moneyline for the love of all that is holy. If you were throwing Liberty Moneyline in anything, you deserve to to lose.
1: Yes, fun facts real quick. And you'll
2: win, but you deserve to lose because you're dumb, you're not gaining anything by betting it.
1: Fun fact, Liberty has a 445 yards per game. Um, That number's probably gonna go up because Louisiana Monroe gives up 470. I, again, give 50. me Liberty or give me death. Get Rich Rod out of here. Hammer Liberty on the uh, cover the spread.
2: This is, this has 63-3 to 3 written all over
1: it. Oh, God, I know. It's going to be so bad. But
2: this has <clears throat> the, the, fucking liberty. No, no question. <laughs> no question about it.
1: There's nothing you can say about it.
2: The only SEC game of the week now. In the picks. Five and one. Yeah, in the picks. Uh, the 5 I had to add that in. Alabama Crimson Tide now ranked number 5 in the country after the loss to Texas A&M they're minus 15 and a half on the road against Mississippi State what do you say about the now defeated Alabama Crimson Tide
0: well Mississippi State beat Texas A&M they sure did Alabama's going to win by a buck Give me Alabama. This game's gonna be ugly. It's not gonna be close.
1: Alabama's gonna roll over Mississippi State. It's gonna be so ugly. Like this game's. They may as well have a running clock for this game. It's gonna be bad.
2: (laughs) just get it over with as soon as possible. Yeah, a buck. I can't pick Mississippi State. Bama bounce. Bama bounce back game. Spread up. Nick Saban's pissed. Up. Fucking.
0: give me me, a bigger spread
2: give me Bama well a shit fest on the CBS sports network 10 30 p.m. on Saturday the Hawaii whatevers rainbow warriors travel travel to Nevada to take on the Nevada whatevers (laughs) that one
1: I don't have an answer for um give me Nevada I don't know why spread's 15
0: and a half but duh
2: Duh. I, I, I don't even know.
0: Um, Fucking... Hawaii's
1: quarterback, Siobhan Cotorio, Coder- is possibly going to be out. There we go. Give me Nevada.
2: I don't know what to do with this game. Don't know why I included it. Fucking give me Hawaii just to give me another chance. <laughs> About halfway through the college season, I need to do something. Uh, come on, CBS. Let's go. Let's load the NFL picks. We got a podcast to do. There we go. Unable to load picks data in this pool. Yeah, you did anyway. <laughs> um.
0: Fuck. Full, di-
2: full disclosure, I goofed up. I didn't pick the Thursday night game. Uh, <laughs> did you?
0: I did. I picked Tampa. And that
2: was plus six and a half. Which means they did not cover. Pants. <laughs> Which means I didn't lose anything out on not picking this game. L's for both of us for differing reasons. So we'll move on. Uh, podcast later in the week than usual via circumstances.
0: So we'll move on.
2: <clears throat> we got another London game. Another London game. And this is with teams both From the state of Florida Trevor Lawrence has no idea Why we're even playing this game The 1-4 Miami Dolphins Are technically the road team Against the Jacksonville Jaguars Who have a massive London fan base Apparently Jaguars plus 3.5 The
1: Jaguars go to London a lot I don't know why <laughs>
2: every fucking year it seems
1: seems like the, it seems like Miami both Miami and Jacksonville get sent there a lot um first off i'm going to apologize to the city of london a second time in this show sorry you have every to wa-
3: fucking year man
1: sorry you have to every watch a shit fest
2: they get the worst games i
1: you have like, to watch two shit fests in a row i apologize
2: it's like they just it's like they just throw the worst games over in london and they're like oh this is the, the London people will appreciate this It's something that they're, they're not exposed to very often. American football.
0: And give they, them they, the two worst games. They won't know that, that these games suck massive ass. Confirmed. There we go. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh.
1: Um, I have not picked a team that has lost to the Cincinnati Bengals at all
0: this year. That changes now. I'm going Jacksonville. What? Can't do
2: it. I Tua's just... back.
1: Even Tua with Tua is... back, I just don't think this Miami team is very
2: good. Tua, I mean, as far as I know, I mean, that spread and the people don't seem to be with me, but I think Tua's back. Give me the Dolphins. Well, we're going to knock out both of our teams here in one game. Yeah, teams play each other.
1: Also. Cincinnati
2: yeah Bengals. They're on the road. They travel to Ford Field to take on the 0-5 Detroit football Lions Lions after, plus three
0: and a half
1: after today the Bengals don't have to play an NFC North team for well a while Or Sunday, I mean um, tickets for this game are a whole uh, $39 for anyone in the Detroit Four.
3: area
2: more than a lot of shitty teams uh, yeah. secondary ticket prices. I will say, Lions fans are showing out.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I'm going to Bengals. <laughs> the Lions aren't good. The Bengals are, are slightly better.
2: Tiny spread, but give me the Lions. Probably going to lose on a last second 50-plus yard field goal again. <laughs> so, hey, we'd cover at that rate. Oh, uh, Green Bay Packers, they're 4 and 1 NFC North game. They travel to Soldier Field in Chicago to take on the Bears. Who the hell knows what's going on with them? Bears plus four and a half.
1: Uh, tickets for this game are going for $216. Apparently. Why? I don't know why. You give me the Packers. Justin Fields is looking better now that he's been named the permanent starter for the team, but it's just the rest of the team kind of looks fart noise.
2: He's still gonna die behind that Bears offensive line. Give me the Packers. Yep. Battle of one and four teams. Unfortunately, the Colts are one and four. They're at home. They take on the Houston Texans. Colts are minus five and a half. Oh boy.
1: Uh it says nine
0: and a half for me. What did I say? Five and a half? It's nine and a half. I lied. Um I was
2: look I was looking at the Bears. <laughs>
0: continuing some just Random,
1: irrelevant information. Tickets for this game are 24 bucks. If you're hey, in the Indianapolis area.
2: I told you. <laughs> Lions fans show out. Wow. What do you got in this one?
1: The Colts are bad. I think Houston's going to lose, but they're going to cover. So give me Houston.
2: Can't disagree with you at this point. Give me the, give me the Texans. They've, they, I mean, they played the Patriots tough. Patriots and Colts are kind of in a similar situation. Uh, with talent in some places, but just haven't been able to put it together. Uh, give me the Houston Texans and fucking Davis Mills. God, Fuck. whoever thought I would say that. Great. Kansas City Chiefs, they're on the road and they're under 500. They're two and three. They take on the Washington football team and all their shit show that's going on. Uh, football team plus six and a half.
1: Chiefs are going to cover. Give, Ew, whoa. Give me the Chiefs.
2: As a as a bold statement. Chiefs don't cover often.
0: She give me the Chiefs.
2: Can't disagree with you. I, I, I really can't. Like fucking Washington's just kinda skated around. You're gonna give me a touchdown with the Chiefs. That's Kansas City's better than Washington. No doubt really good game coming up here the LA Chargers 4-1 they're on the road going to M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore Baltimore is minus 3.5 oh boy probably the game of the week and it's for whatever reason on the 1 o'clock slate
1: yeah which is dumb um this could be the game that tests my um my belief that Baltimore is the best team in the AFC. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Baltimore. I'm going to keep riding them, though.
2: Can't do it. I love the L.A. Chargers. Minus three and a half, and uh, more fittingly, 69% of the people are on the L.A. Chargers, which is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the Chargers. Another L.A. team, the Rams, they're on the road to take on the New York football Giants. Giants plus ten and a half. No 69% of the people number this time, which is not nice. Who do you got? Uh,
1: the Giants are terrible. They're going to lose by a lot. <laughs> I'm going Rams.
2: Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley banged up. Rams by a billion. Uh, Minnesota Vikings fresh off the big 50-plus yard field goal to beat the Lions. Both teams 2-3 and three in this one. They travel to take on the Carolina Panthers. Uh Panthers minus one and a half because Vegas doesn't know just like we don't fucking know.
1: This game's essentially a toss-up. Pretty much. Um, give me Carolina. I Minnesota's not good. Carolina's not great. I that Why is this game a thing? But give me Carolina.
2: I don't know. I'm gonna ride Kirk Cousins. Had it he's had a great year so far. Uh Give me Kirk Cousins. Hopefully Dalvin Cook's healthy to play. I don't know if he is. I haven't checked his status at all. But give me the Vikings. Undefeated Arizona Cardinals could be a good game here. They travel to uh, First Energy Stadium. First, yeah, I was saying to to take on the Cleveland Browns. Browns? Am I seeing this right? Minus two and a half.
1: Yes, you are. Huh? Uh, yeah. Um. Game's going to be good. Game's going to be tight. However,
0: I'm going to go Arizona. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I guess give me the, the, the Browns. Fuck it. I don't know.
2: I don't know. They scored a lot of points last week. Ah, fuck it. All right. All right with the Brownies. See what, see what happens. I'm going to live to regret that one. The 4-1 Dallas Cowboys looking like one of the best teams in the NFC. They're on the road to take on the New England Patriots. Patriots plus four and a half.
3: Give me Dallas.
2: Oh, yeah, I, 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 I can't. I can't with the Patriots. I can't with Mac Jones. Dude can't throw the football past five yards. Or at least Bill Belichick doesn't think that he can throw the football past five yards because that's all
0: they designed plays for him. Ugh yeah that is true oh boy oh boy a afc west yep shit fest with the la
2: raiders or not the la raiders the las vegas raiders traveling a mile high to take on the denver broncos broncos minus three and a half
0: the raiders got problems I'm going Denver. Like, there's just too much going on around the Raiders right now. I'm going Denver.
2: I am going with the Raiders because
0: interim head coaches yield results. Raiders were good first three weeks of the season. Denver, I think, was uh,
2: fraudy, good. You know, they beat Three shitty teams to get to their three and two record. Give me the Raiders. Can't believe I'm doing it. Uh, Sunday Night Football: Seattle Seahawks and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Both teams two and three. Steelers minus four and a half. Sixty-five percent of the people on Pittsburgh. People ain't believing in Geno Smith.
1: Yeah, I've uh, only picked one team that has lost the Cincinnati Bengals, and it was on this episode on this very episode right here right now
2: will it happen again yes oh
0: i'm going pittsburgh i just i don't know if we can with geno smith i'm gonna go pittsburgh as well uh simply because
2: i don't know what geno smith's gonna do he proves us wrong he covers great for him great for the Seahawks can't do it until he proves me something in a
0: full game
2: uh, Monday Night Football the Buffalo Bills 4-1 I can't believe they're 4-1 I think they're the best team in the AFC I swear they're on the road they take on the Tennessee Titans Titans minus or plus rather 5-1 uh,
0: who do you got in this, one?
1: this Titans team is just so weird I just, I want to take Tennessee. I want to take Tennessee, but I can't because I just don't know what I'm going to get out of this Titans team.
0: Give me Buffalo.
2: Couple weeks ago, I might have taken Tennessee. Can't do it. Give me Buffalo. Easy. Those
0: are
1: the picks. Now, as we get towards the end of the show, let's
0: go with champ and chump of the week. Um, Is it fair to say we both have the same chump of the week?
3: Yeah, it's easy. It's,
0: it's, so we're gonna do
2: not even in question.
0: We're gonna do our chump first, then I guess. Chump and champ. Yeah. Chump of the week is John Gruden. I, it's, I mean we've already been over it. I, I mean, we're
2: doubling down on it, but like Jesus Christ. Dude's a dude's a mess, dude's a fraud. <laughs> Shitty human. City
1: coach. I said it, and I'm just going to reiterate what I said at the top of the show, because we've been going for way longer than I thought we would. Yeah, we all a little bit. Everything to unpack with the Gruden scenario kind of did that to us. Yep. I said it last week that Urban Meyer would have been chump of the week if it wasn't for um, College Football Playoff Committee chairman.
2: What? ain't got nothing saving him.
1: No. Um... Gruden has nothing to to save him. Um, Urban, what I said, what I said earlier today, Urban did something that, in my opinion, was wrong. However, what nothing that he did, like everything that he did with that or whatever he did with that uh, college girl, college woman, was consensual. seemed appeared to be consensual, and very much so. was legal that does not make it morally right still makes what he did indefensible but there is still coming back from it for Urban Meyer at least in my opinion I think what he what had the Urban Meyer scenario what happened with him there is coming back from it what John Gruden did there's no coming back from
2: I mean he'll he'll never hold an NFL job again
1: he might not He'll never hold a media job again. I don't think. He
2: he might as well disappear. At
1: well, least a sports media job.
2: Ooh, breaking! Well, breaking score. I suppose the Dodgers take a two-one lead over the Giants in the uh, top of the ninth inning. Cody Bellinger, who's had a terrible year with a single to score Justin Turner, Gavin Lux to third Dodgers looking to be moving on but still a bottom of the ninth to go for San Francisco
1: yep okay so now that now we both do you have anything to say about uh John Gruden for your Chump of the week portion
2: we 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 covered it Uh, yeah I piece of shit human shit coach shit person
1: there's no as I said no coming back um, champ of the oh, week thanks, no. do you want to take your champ first or you want me to take mine
2: I will go with mine my champ of the week and both of my contenders for champ of the week were both NASCAR related and Kyle Larson was a close second after battling back from the uh, uh, you know having to change an alternator belt mid race and coming back to win it but my champ of the week is going to be Chase Elliott for being taken out by Kevin Harvick, back end of the car into the wall messes up the entire rear of the car. You know that car didn't drive well the entire rest of the race. Still battle back through everything to advance to the next round of the playoffs, even when it seemed all hope is lost. I mean, I mean, road race chase at it again, man. <clears throat> this dude loves road courses and even with an absolutely banged up car broken track bar broken everything on the rear end of that car especially on the right side still was able to, to get it done and advance into the next round of the chase and the big Napa logo on his hood intimidating Kevin Harvick and uh, Kevin Harvick uh, literally shitting his pants and uh, <laughs> driving into the Tums heartburn turn
1: my champ of the week this is gonna be odd for a lot of people. Oh boy. Because a few weeks ago, this man was my chump of the week.
2: Here, insert me thinking about who this
0: could be.
1: Yeah. I'm going to let this hold for one second.
0: Okay. My champ of the week is former uh, partial
1: demoted Ohio State defensive coordinator, now Ohio State oh, defensive yes. defensive backs coach, Kerry Coombs. A few weeks ago on, I believe it was episode three, maybe two or three.
2: Sounds about right. Two. Uh, two, I would say, two. Two.
0: Two. Uh, no, three. I
2: think, it, I think it's three because we, uh, the first one was college football preview, right?
0: Yep, three.
1: Yep. Because that happened before week two, week one of the season officially happened. Yes. Well, the first Saturday, at least. Um, In episode three, I had Kerry Coombs as my chump of the week because that, all, that Ohio State offense looked terrible. And then after the or Ohio State defense looked fucking atrocious. Um, and then after the Tulsa game, because he had the one of the three worst Defenses, or he was the defensive coordinator. Was one of the three worst defenses in the country. He got demoted. Got sent up to the press box. He got demoted. This man is, and I said, I myself, along with so many other Ohio State fans, said a lot of not great things about him.
2: Up until this week, your uh, Twitter name was Fire Kerry Coombs.
1: I changed it to Don't Fire carry Coombs. He. I noticed that he has proved me wrong he's just proven me so wrong that and one of the things that I said on this podcast was that he's not a leader of men he's not a leader of young men he can't get these young men to do what they need to do everything that he has said and done every especially this past week because this is Ohio state's bi week so pretty much everybody's meeting with the media um has just proven me wrong that this man is a phenomenal leader of young men. And then the fact that he stepped back for the betterment of this team, he set his pride and his ego aside to step step back and help this team, help this Ohio State Buckeyes team reach their goals. And he said that in his interview, he said he could have easily just quit and said, you know what? No, I'm done. He said he chose to not, he chose not to, because it would have been it would have made him a liar to every young man He has ever taught and coached it has been it would have made him a liar to himself and every single player and young men He has taught and coached in his time as a coach whether it be in the NFL or in college Prove me wrong. I thought this man was not fit to be a defensive coordinator at Ohio State. I thought the only reason that... The only possible reason you could have kept him around is because he's a decent... Or he's a very good recruiter. Um, but... Everything he's done this past couple of weeks has proven me wrong so... So egregiously that he is my champ of the week. And I... I don't necessarily know if he's a fit to be a defensive coordinator, but he needs to be involved with this team somehow, with this, with this Ohio State team somehow. And he and most importantly, he wants to be there
0: still. Which, find me somebody who gets demoted at their job and still wants to be there.
2: I mean, rare occurrence.
1: It, it is. So Kerry Coombs is my champ for the week. Uh... Chump of the Week is, well, John Gruden, because we already talked about it. Let's move on to One for the Road.
2: It was always John Gruden. (coughs) Yeah. One for the Road for me is fairly simple, and that is Chargers-Ravens.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward through some Saturday Slate games first.
2: Chargers-Ravens is going to determine who I think the second best team in the AFC is. Um. Because right now, I think Chargers are number two, or uh, uh, number three, and Ravens are number two. So, we got a great game in the AFC this week. Um, Will it determine much in the long run? No. Because I think both of these teams are playoff bound. I got the Chargers in it, but.
0: Okay. So,
1: I'm going to go with the game on Saturday. Oh boy. Solely because I in a t-
2: week full of shit fest games and all of most of the good teams on
1: buys Yes. I'm going to say that I'm taking this game because on my um short that I did earlier this week, my top 25 short that I did for the uh, House divided podcast uh audio sources in YouTube, I had Oklahoma State at uh hold that thought. I gotta go back and look at where I had Oklahoma State. I had Oklahoma State at twelve, solely because they had a bye and we didn't see them this week, this past week. Yep. Um, I, however, said that no matter what Oklahoma does with quarterback, whether it be Spencer Rattler, which it looks like it probably won't be, or Nah. Um, Caleb Williams. Oklahoma State has a legitimate chance of beating Oklahoma.
0: Be.
2: Oklahoma State Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's
1: look beatable over here Oklahoma State has to go into Austin to play the Texas Longhorns Texas is a four point favorite this is a noon kickoff on Fox which means you're probably going to get Gus Johnson as well
2: uh, maybe
1: I don't know what other game they, they would have them calling this week
2: he's He's been on a lot of big ten games recently, so I would, wouldn't be shocked if they threw him on a big 12 one here.
1: I'll say like there is no other like there's basically nothing on Michigan, Fox
2: Michigan State, Indiana, I don't
1: know. Fox Sports One, that's that's not happening.
2: It could, I suppose.
1: Um, so that's my one for the road. Just to see how good Oklahoma actually is, give uh my one for the road Oklahoma State at Texas on Saturday
0: at noon. Um, and Damn. that right there is, oh, wrong button.
2: Man, the Dodgers are bringing in Max Scherzer to pitch the bottom of the ninth.
1: Ooh, that right there is the House Divided Podcast episode seven here of season five. Um, I don't really have much of an outro. We This episode went longer than I thought because we had a lot to break down. At points well that...
3: because
2: because we both hate John Gruden as a human being and that took a little while and there were a bunch of stupid people on the internet,
1: yeah. Um, next week, I'm assuming we're gonna shoot for going back to Wednesday. I don't think we have anything special going yep. on next week. Um, yeah,
2: Wednesday's 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 good. I don't have a, a, a birthday to uh, quote unquote celebrate, aka fall asleep at 9 p.m. Or potentially um, earlier. I don't know what time I passed out next
1: week I'm, I at least am going to try and keep hopefully I want to try and keep it shorter because the following week we have uh, Caleb coming on the week of the Michigan Michigan State game so it will probably be Wednesday the, 20, Wednesday the 27th we'll have Caleb on um,
2: both teams looking like they're going to be undefeated heading into that game it's going to yep. be a fucking crazy crazy week crazy game
1: other than that, I have one little piece of one other little piece of housekeeping. Uh, for anyone that wanted an NBA preview, here's your NBA preview. It starts next week. That's it.
2: Yeah, we're not NBA guys. <clears throat> Generally, I pay attention uh, loosely, but can't do it. Can't can't do a team by team NBA preview. We've never been an NBA podcast. We cover it very very briefly. Um,
1: like that's that's and your NBA preview we, right if there. We,
2: if we did an NBA preview, it'd just be a disservice to to the NBA. I mean, we we do not do not we are not huge NBA fans. I am excited for the Pistons. I'll say that. Uh, I'm more so excited for their future. Um, Cade Cunningham looks to be a dude. Um, been really impressed with the uh, the moves that Troy Weaver's made since he's been the GM of the Pistons. But other than that, I really don't give a shit about the NBA or what happened. So I just want the best for yeah. the pistons.
1: I have no like I have no reason to watch the NBA. So
2: Well, as a Cavs fan. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, there's literally don't.
1: Like, they're not gonna be good this year. There's there's no promise, nothing. Uh if it seems anyone like
2: they won't be either, but you know, a lot of young guys, uh, I mean fuck. We'll see if Luka Garza translates to the NBA with the Pistons. I didn't I did not want Luca Garza to start off with, but I mean, he was one of the best players in college. I didn't think he'd translate well to the NBA. We'll see if he does. Um, could be a dude, could not be.
0: Yeah.
1: Lastly, if there's anything that you want us to talk about in relation to the NBA, or really anything sports-related, you can hit us up on Twitter at the House Divide Podcast, or HD Podcast underscore uh my Twitter is WerewolfFPS, I think. That's Please. another
2: thing that I thought that uh, I, I can't remember uh, to do seemingly is put our social media links uh, on a graphic so we can do, use that. It's like an outro screen.
1: And Jordan. ready for
2: next week. Pressure me to do
1: it. Jordan's is uh, at twitchynitch. There you go. Um, that is the outro. Jordan, do you have anything to say that we did not cover in the episode or just stuff to wrap up the show?
2: Uh, bye weeks suck, uh, and if you can't see the fine print, it says asterisk, but not as much as the Lions.
0: The fine print
1: is actually kind of legible. Um, yeah, bye weeks do suck.
2: They suck because we neither neither one of us have reason to watch college football this week. We're gonna have to find some nonsense games. Yeah.
1: Uh, with that being said, everybody, that is the show. Thank you for making us a part of your night. Um, we will see you all next week until then, have a good time watching hockey, watching
2: Yeah, hockey's um, back, Football. I know my Red Wings blew a lead tonight, but
0: watching football. Um, I I think tonight's the only postseason baseball game, and then we go into a couple-day break.
2: Yeah, we'll probably have a night or two off, and then we'll move into the, uh, NL and AL uh, championship series. Dodgers looking good, man.
1: So man, that being... the
2: giant, the Giants' bandwagon, it might already be dead.
1: So with that being said, everybody, thank
0: you for making us part of your night. Peace out and stay classy. See ya. Bang.